Hey guys, before we get started, I need to let you know that this episode contains a lot of dark shit in it, guys. Uh, We end up talking about eating disorders. We talk about self-harm, including suicide. We talk about sexual abuse. We talk about incest, molestation, uh, lots of mental illnesses. Um, Yeah, Uh, sex trafficking. We talk about a lot of stuff in this. And, you know, for some people, that's a hard listen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's Sunday morning. Do you really want to hear about all that shit? And if you don't, if it's not in your best interest, then don't. Turn this shit right off and uh, listen to something else. Maybe something from my back catalog or maybe another podcast. Either way, take care of yourself. And I'll see you guys next time. Toodles. guys, Princess here, and welcome to another episode of My Pumpkin. Um, this episode is a very special episode with Matilda, the time traveler. Uh, they are in Australia, which means I am stupid, and it took me a really long time to realize what time it is where they were, and to, like, we tried to, like, coordinate doing this episode, and then... I realized it was already tomorrow where they were. So that was shocking. So I spent the whole time. I, didn't, I mean, I did talk a bit about time traveling, but I spent the whole time in the back of my head playing the song from Back to the Future, Power of Love, uh, Huey Lewis in the News, which I actually, you know, in this episode, I talk about how I learned a lot of stuff from Muffet Babies. Another thing I learned a lot of stuff a lot of songs and, and pop culture from Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's why I know who Huey Lewis is. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Anyway, already off topic. By the way, this episode is a lot of off topic stuff. Matilda's a great person to get off topic with. So anyway, so I'm happy to have them on. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, I mean, um, some of our, off topic stuff is, you know, obviously we have to talk about Demi Lovato. Obviously, obviously we end up talking about how the queen is dead. Um, we end up talking quite a bit about Britney. Now guys, I want to be clear. As I told you in my ask me anything episode, I'm trying to stay out that lady business, but things do come across my timeline. In fact, I considered going in here and deleting all of the stuff that every reference to Britney that we did, but it's late. I'm tired. Some wild shit happened today. Then I played outside with my kids till way too late. I ended up eating them, feeding them dinner at like 10 o'clock at night. That's really out of character for me. But I think, I actually think they liked it. <laughs> and you know, it's late and I haven't done shit I was supposed to do. And I got a busy day tomorrow. And I was like, do you really want to sit here picking out every mention of Britney Spears from your podcast? No, I actually don't. What I do want to tell you is that I am uninterested in feedback about Britney Spears. I'll tell you that. So, um, do not DM me. Do not message me about what, uh, how I'm wrong because I won't read it. I'll just delete it. That's it. Um, anything else I want to tell you guys? No, not really. I mean, I, Matilda's great to have on. Um, and I'm so happy that they, you know, they got in their DeLorean and came to the Buy Pumpkin Podcast, you know? So I hope you guys enjoy it. 
Talk to you soon. Hey, Matilda. Hi, Princess. Good Thank evening. You. Good e- Well, it's good evening here and what's well, morning there, right? Yes. Yeah. I was translating. <laughs> every every time, like I have to figure out what time it is where you are. I'm <laughs> useless. I'm like, what? It's tomorrow. What? <laughs> <That's weird. laughs> well, I don't know what time it is where you are if you hadn't told me. And you know, your defense. So. Okay, good. Like. I just want to make yes. sure it's not pe- something people just fucking know and I'm just stupid. <laughs> so. No, the the worst thing is though, you know, when there's like a holiday, but it's not really a holiday, it'll be like national or best friend day or something. But then yeah. we don't see any of the fun posts about it till the next day. Uh, and they're like, oh, I can't make a cute pet post. It's the next day. That's the worst part of being Australian, actually. Um, well, that's what you get for being from the future. It's a, it's a struggle. <laughs> I was... Uh, <laughs> I um so I asked you to be on the show because I thought it'd be a fun subject. Um, I didn't know you were gonna bully me in the DMs and say that it was a hate crime <laughs> if I did not listen to a Demi Lovato album. It is a hate crime. You gotta get on it. I'm I'm going to. I just don't have time. <laughs> and also, I feel like I've listened to the most important song anyway. So. Yeah, like you have. Okay. Um, the fact that Twenty Nine wasn't a single is gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. I think Demi should fire every person on the team and just fire me. I agree. I think Demi should have fired a lot of people a long time ago. Um, <laughs> that's just my feeling. I just Hot feel take, like, but <laughs> and like they, I know she, I know she went back to, I know she's using oh, they, them, she uses and she, she and they, them, yeah, yeah. So I know that she like has like one of the best voices you know what I mean like yeah yeah I know I know what you made <laughs> one of the best pop voices and like why doesn't she get like more is it I what think, is it oh the thing is she was for a while there and then it's a combination of terrible management terrible mental health which I don't mean to say like as in to blame her, but I think it's yeah. in the way of a lot of opportunities. And now there's the public backlash of just like Demi was chronically annoying for a good six months there. That's true. Demi's and so yeah, like I, I know that. Um, and now people are really opposed to anything they say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, you know, it's, it's like any celebrity if she, in two years it could be completely different who knows but that's true i hope it's better because she deserves a better career than what she's getting right now but that's true like you're at the mercy of like the news cycle like i'm sure olivia exactly. wilde is so happy the queen died <laughs> literally but she's like uh, i bet she killed the queen like i yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't she it somehow yeah because you just have to like ride the wave of the news cycle and just see what happens and Truly, it's like up, any celebrity who was going to have a scandal in like March 2020. Yeah. And it just all got swept away. Like they're like, thank God. Yeah. 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 I bet Jamie Lynn Spears is so happy that those boys did some interviews. because She's like, oh, <laughs> finally, I can. She got her foot on my neck. Thank God. Turns her notifications back on. Like, <laughs> but that's what it's like. That's what it's like when you're in a fucking public eye. All right, uh, so I brought you here to talk about the most ridiculous show. It's so weird. It's a weird show. Like, again, I cannot get over the fact 
that it's celebrity edition and there's no other editions. So I think it might have like, this is my conspiracy theory, that it was just called like mother daughter experiment. But then some exec exec at the lay at the label at the wherever it was broadcasting this was like people won't know it's celebrities if we don't put that in the title. Yeah. Because have you seen there's like that new bat there's like a Batman origin show, but it's called like Pennyworth, comma, the origin of Batman's butler. Oh no, I did. Yeah. Because I think like people were watching it expecting like Downton Abbey and then it was a Batman show. So they just had to like give it the most convoluted name. So I think this is the same thing where they're like, well, people won't know it's famous people and not just regular people. We don't put celebrity in the title, but still, it's a mouthful. Let's define, let's define celebrity real quick. Okay. Because (laughs) it's a very loose term. Very loose. Very, very loose. Celebrity is anybody with an IMDb page that we could get to get on this <laughs> show. That's what it is. Literally. And my kids are actually out there watching Pinocchio, live action Pinocchio. And I was like, Oh, the new one? I was like, Disney needs to define live action. This is all CGI. <laughs> like, there are no, the, what, why would you just call it the live action? It's not a cartoon, but this is all like fake. There's no people in this. It's more cartoon than Roger Rabbit is. And like, yeah, I, yeah, the yeah, the new Little Mermaid trailer's out. I'm like, this is a beautiful work of CGI. Like, yeah. Oh, I mean, what else could it be? Like, <laughs> yeah, they can't go underwater, but <laughs> that's I, the reason I, the movie's animated. There, yeah, there's a reason these movies are animated because they didn't have any mermaids. So they had to like draw yeah. them, man. But still, we need to like, we need to ask people to define things because sometimes they just throw words on it. So when you're like some exec was probably like put celebrity edition on it. I was thinking of how like, in the early aughts, extreme was on everything. Like yes. they'd be like Doritos extreme. And <laughs> it just meant like, we put more of the powder stuff on the Doritos. Yeah. And- I feel like extra has become that as well. Yeah. Yeah. When it'll be like, oh, these glasses are so extra. And I'm like, that's literally just a normal pair of sunglasses that you yeah. just like put a shiny tag on. That is all that is now. That's what most things are. Just a normal whatever that they put a shiny tag on. <laughs> Uh, that's all that's all the shit is and so were you familiar with these people in all right who did you know before you started watching this show I knew Courtney Stodden yeah just from tabloids I guess like existing on the internet and I knew Kim Richards like a bit like I couldn't give you like a rundown but I knew who she was Mm -hmm. and that oh no I knew who Heidi was too obviously but just from like I knew people from just someone who exists in a pop culture landscape. Like I couldn't give you like their birth years or like what they're up to these days, but I knew these people existed. Right. And it's just like, if you, and I wouldn't consider myself a pop pop culture girly. That's not like my brand, but I exist in the world. Okay. And so yes, when the queen died and like, I was at work and I was just like, you know, explaining about I just knew a lot of stuff about the Royals and I don't care about them. So I like I, I don't seek out day play. I don't seek out anything. I don't watch anything. I tried to watch the crown. I could not. I just I oh. I found it boring. And no, I agree. I found it extremely boring too. I was like, I just don't care about this. And then the stuff I do care about, it's hard to like the juice, not juicy, but you know, the stuff the, the stuff that's humanizing, it's hard for me to pay attention to because I'm just remembering how this is all going on. There are like people in concentration camps in Africa while you're like happening at the same time of this 
the scene where I'm supposed to feel really bad for this person. I'm, I can't. Yep. And, and so, but like, I know about the audio of Charles telling Camilla he wants to be her tampon. And um, I just exist in the world. And that's what, so I have to, like, there's a lot of things I just know because I'm on Twitter. I listen to podcasts. I'm, I'm, I exist in pop culture. So, and I feel yeah, like, I feel the exact same. I feel like, like a Heidi, like you have to know a Heidi because even if you never watch the Hills, like, you know is, what it is. Yeah. You know what it is. Like, I have never seen an episode of the Hills, but as a 15 year old, I owned like all of long Lauren Carver books. Like I knew who she That's was. So funny. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> like you're but that's like, what that demographic for those books were. Like, you were like it wasn't adults. Oh, forget the forget the hit show she's on. I want to. Li- <laughs> you know what? If I'm gonna dip my toe into this, let's start with the books. <laughs> I think it says more about me, truly. Really, <laughs> that is very funny. Uh, yeah, my favorite author, Lauren Conrad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um like people are like so you know lauren conrad conrad you're like the author and they're like, what? <laughs> yeah that does sound something i'd actually say though to be honest. <laughs> for me mm. like when i when this show came out in 2016 which wasn't that long ago feels like forever ago but it wasn't that long ago when the show came out i i wouldn't have known courtney and krista by sight yeah as soon as because i i don't know that i was looking at them by sight but as soon as they told me who they were i was like okay i know who that is um everybody else i at least knew who they were because um like char jackson is like oh i do actually know who she is roughly right but like a lot of people would be like char i don't know who that is and they'd be like the guy k-fit left for britney you'd be like yeah, oh exactly. yeah sure I, I know sure i know sure i remember when britney was walking around with her little boo-boos and everything and she was gonna be a stepmom i remember that mm-hmm. but mm. yeah so they're they're all like natalie nunn i obviously know um i've watched a lot of bad girls club because i don't have any kind of taste whatsoever <laughs> and yeah that's just who i i i i'm just gonna say it i like to watch people fight what do you want from me Yep, that's what reality TV shows are for. Yeah. Like, who's turning into a reality TV show to see a fun, nice time? Like, that's... Yeah, that's, that's why they created. Yeah, um, I actually... And I don't like when people pretend to be above that, but we we like, but oh, I watch the Kardashians because I love, like, a happy family. I'm like, no, you don't. What no. You? Yeah. No, that's not, what, that's not what they're selling. Are you fucking yeah. crazy? <sighs> oh, those no. were dumb. I completely agree. I like, so I just finished watching today. I finished watching the Real Housewives of Dubai, the fun, the, the reunion. I enjoyed the show, which is a nice little, like, you know, breather from other things. But as they're trying to fight at the reunion and this, Andy's like, I don't know why we need to talk about that. And I'm like, because <laughs> they're about to fight about it. He's like, all right, so moving on. He's just like, I was like, Andy, you can't host these things anymore. Yeah. You're not even like, the, like one of them called the other Why one. Why are you here if not to fight? A prostitute and Oof. said that she was, she'd been prostituting in Miami before she got to Dubai. And Andy's like, okay, well, let's put a pin in that. I'm like, no, let's not. <laughs> let's, let's, let's unpack that a bit, actually. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. 
So what's your, like, and, and I was just like, Andy, you've been doing this too long, babe. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what you think we, what we came to listen to. And mm. I don't actually want to He's hear about like compassion Dubai. fatigue, mm. but for fighting. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's real rich for like, sometimes he he'll be, he'll be like, Oh, you know, nobody likes it when you guys don't get along. I'm like, dude, you built your entire everything on the backs of women fighting. Don't, don't do this. This might be like a hot take, but I've never understood reality show reunions. Like, I just don't find them. Like, I don't care. The season's over. That's enough. I find, I think that what has happened is in early days of reality TV shows, reunions were really good because people would be like, I don't know. They just cut out all the fluff. They really just be like a Jerry Springer set. I'm thinking Flavor of Love. People just ran up on the stage and threw their shoes and shit. That's what I'm thinking about. But (laughs) when we think of reunions now, because Bravo has dominated the reality TV uh, sphere, which I want to encourage anybody listening to this to branch out of Bravo. Like I tweeted a gif the other day of Kimchi from Drag Race slapping Brianna from Little Women uh, LA. And I was like, you guys got to stop just watching all Bravo because there's other things happening around the world. Okay. So, but like, because Bravo dominates, we think of reunions as what they do. And those are full of fucking fluff. They're, I don't know why I'm watching clip packages. I was here the entire season. I do not need you to show me what happened. I was here. I don't know why uh, you, you're making me do segments on the shoes Teresa were wearing in almost every scene. I don't care about that. I want you to tell Teresa what Dolores said about her. Go. <laughs> and see if they'll fight. That's what I want. I mean, and I maybe- guess with social media, when we're seeing them, sorry, I'm really bad oh, at interrupting. Yeah. Don't but, worry um, about it. And like you see people react in real time to the stuff that's, that's being said on the show. It takes away from it all. That's all, absolutely true. We, for a while, we didn't have um, people reacting in real time. And- the other thing is when they film the reunion now, they tell us everything that happened there. They're like, yeah, I just went to the reunion and Garcelle said this to me. That's what they do. So there's no point in watching it. Um, I don't know why we're talking about that. Okay, so <laughs> this episode- Immediately derailed. Really. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if that's about, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's called Headlines Don't Lie. And it's essentially like, okay, so we start off with Josie being like incredibly mad at her mother because her mother is drinking with Heidi and Natalie. By the way, Heidi and Natalie are drunk the entire season. I think there's like seven episodes and they're drunk in all of them. Such a yikes. You think they were there for like a week, right? Like 10 days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't seem to be any day that they're not like there's any days between the shooting yeah yeah they're they they, this is like probably the shortest fucking shoot and Heidi and Natalie came in the house fighting each other and immediately were like okay now we're best friends let's drink and so I think yeah go ahead sorry is Josie also the youngest of all the daughters yes it's weird because yeah they're the all the daughters there are the same ages or like in a peer group with her mother her mother's her mother's only like just turning 40 maybe yeah that's what i thought 
Um, so like I, what I think is going on is Josie was jealous because she's 18 and she obviously drinks, we know, cause she had a DUI and I'm sure producers are like, no, you, you can't have any of this. Like I, you can't drink on for set. legal reasons. You may not drink on set. And so she's annoyed. And then also, you know what it's like to be around people when like you're sober and they're drunk. Yeah. It's the worst. Drunk people are so dumb. Especially if like, and she doesn't even have her own room to go back into and there's cameras everywhere. And she's just like, I need 20 minutes alone. Yeah. And she's already a high strung teenager. She's only 18. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, it's obviously 18 is the youngest person there, but um, she just has a very teenage energy. Yes. That's, which is fine, but it's very obvious in this scene. Yeah. Yeah. But I also see where she's coming from. Like, so we come here, um, you start having a wonderful time. I would love to have a couple of cocktails, but I can't because I'm on TV and you're just rolling around the floor, enjoying life. And what, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. And she's probably embarrassed. She's 18 and her mom's rolling around on the floor. I know my mom's such an extrovert and she, my mom like loves to dance and party. And I remember being like 12 and we'd be like at a barbecue somewhere. My mom would just be like dancing and being the life of the party. I'd be like, oh my God. I wish you would sit the fuck down. Please stop. Please stop. And she'd be like, listen, just because you want to stand in the corner over there, I'm doing my, I'm like, oh, and so I can see how Josie, I I can see, I can see. Um, I used to be a bartender for a long time. And my sympathies towards you. (laughs) Trump people are so bad. Like you're fully fucking sober. I never drank on the job because I'm not a good drinker anyway. I would have went right to sleep behind that fucking bar. And that is hard when you're a bartender. <laughs> I know. So I'm not drinking on the job. You're just like doing your shit, trying to get your stuff done, uh, trying to serve people, trying not to get your tickets walked out on so you don't have to pay them. And then like suddenly someone throws up on the bar and you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> you're like we're sorry. <laughs> you're like, like, I'm literally just trying to work. Yeah, I've made a drunk patron come behind the bar and clean up. I've made them do that. And I was in trouble for it. But I'm just like, like, I'm here to serve drinks, not throw up. I'm not, that's not what I'm here to do. This is ridiculous. That's how I would, it's absolutely not the same. But when I worked in a liquor store and whenever someone would like break a bottle, obviously not on purpose, but I'd be like, now I have to clean that up. And I'm just here to work at the cash register and make minimum wage. And you just weren't paying attention. And yeah, and I'm sure that happens in every store, but something about the like, glass as well when you're like, Ugh. oh yeah, and glass, and then have- everything smells like beer, and then yeah. it's just and glass yeah. has little tiny. So what happens is like you thought you cleaned it up, and two days later you find bits yep. of it over here. Yep, truly. <sighs> uh, this is why I'm like when I go in stores with my kids, I'm like, please don't touch anything you don't tend to put in the cart. If you're gonna put it back, go take it back to where it belongs. I'm very yeah. conscious of the fact that people put stuff work back here. on the hanger. Yeah. People work here and you just came over here and just ripped this shit up and decide you're going home. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. But, you know, I'm trying to rela- raise polite children sometimes. We'll see. They'll probably have like, they'll probably cuss all the time, but at least they'll know to put that shit back in the store because somebody if works that's here. The they do, they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I, Natalie and Heidi are talking a lot. Natalie and Heidi are reality TV vets, okay? They do this. This is- th- They this. know what show they're on. Yeah. And, and they not know, everyone seems to. Right. Not everyone seems to. They know, listen, we're here for a week and a half. 
there's free booze, whatever. I'll do whatever I want to do. And they're like, oh, producers need us to go over to the side and talk about Krista? Done. So what do you think, Natalie? <laughs> and so I will say they say something really good that I don't think a lot of people know, think about when they're talking about Courtney Stodden. They said, I need to understand why that lady and her husband yeah. signed off their child to this man. And no one brings up Courtney's dad ever. Yeah, because we're going to find like a quote unquote woman to blame in this situation, sure. whether we can or not. And you see it the same with like, any celebrity you know child star we're like well where was their mother you know why wasn't their mother looking after them it's like they had two parents theoretically like yeah Je- uh Jeanette McCurdy, McCurdy. I guess her name. yeah, yeah I, I just finished listening to the book I oh, will say haunting. that the tone is different than I thought it was going to be um it's more it's much more lighthearted than I thought it was going to be because I you know I read the ex- excerpts um yeah the excerpts have not given like a great tone of what the book actually is yeah but i mean that stuff is in there but um yeah yeah it's not misleading it's just not quite accurate right and so but you know my friend sonia tweeted today like why is the dad not getting enough like he's not getting enough heat on this like or those grandparents that were sitting in there or you know what i mean like the grandparents i mean the grandparents are terrible don't get me wrong but like like, the cycle of abuse was just oh just horrendous like a child like uh, one of the reasons she has friction with her grandmother is because she has never liked her grandmother since she was like a baby and the grandmother has been upset about it since she was a baby imagine arguing with a toddler about why they won't like you yeah like, <laughs> yeah that scene she's like her grandmother's in the bathroom smoking a cigarette being like oh Jeanette just hates me and yeah. Jeanette's seven like yeah she's like Can I you just please can't imagine out? like I mean, I guess you're around more children than I am. There's always kids you're going to find annoying, but then you like go home and you never think about it again. Like it's not. No. And the thing is, is that about kids being annoying is they are absolutely fucking annoying, but they think you're annoying too. You're like, oh, it's time to go to bed. And they're like, why is this bitch always talking about going to bed? Like, what is this about? (laughs) And you're thinking, go to fucking bed so I can watch something dirty on HBO Max. Leave me alone. (laughs) Like, I, they are annoying, but you're right that, like, for me, watching adults argue with children never makes me happy because if you're arguing with a child, you already lost. Yeah, because kids don't have adult logic. No. Like, they're just not going to say stuff in the way you're presenting it to them. Yeah, and the power dynamic is off. Like, why are we even deigning to argue with this child? Like, just yeah. tell them what needs to happen. Stop going back and forth with them. And Jeanette's grandma sounds like, I don't know. She had to block her grandma, like, and unblock her because grandpa couldn't come over unless she unblocked grandma. <laughs> That's uh, a lot. That's a lot. Truly, I'm also, I think we're all collectively glad Jeanette's mom is dead. Yes. Because I don't, like, she never would have gotten out of that abusive cycle otherwise. I mean, not never, but I doubt it. Like, it was. No. And also, I, I really encourage anyone who is interested and thinks that they know everything just from the, like, headlines to actually read the book because it is really, really good. It is. And the audiobook, I actually listened to the audiobook and it was really good. Yeah. And it's Jeanette reading it. And yeah. I mean, obviously, she's an actress. So, like, she knows how to perform. So, yeah, exactly. she, it, it was very good. Um, It was, I don't know, just some of the stuff I was like, that happened? What? You're doing what? And 
um even the stuff with like the the relationship she were she was in it was just a lot um but yeah again i don't know what we're talking about oh uh the father like where was the father and so do you know anything about courtney stodden's father absolutely not okay like i'm assuming him and krista are broken up i'd hope i'd I'd hope so, I guess. Um, well, I mean, that's how surely, open for Doug. Yeah, surely you don't. Well, okay. I Because my thing is, like, surely you don't hit on someone so openly when you're married. But also, the person she was hitting on was married to her child. So maybe I don't know. It's, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's I so don't know where weird. this woman's morals lie. It's so weird about Krista. And I talk about this later in the show. That the only reason Natalie's like put out some fucking bangers. Natalie is not stupid. Uh, she's been around no. the block a few times, but she's saying because you know one of the problems they're having in this episode is that Krista sells stories about Courtney. Yeah, um, obviously she does. But well, that's the whole thing. Like I'm sure as horrific as it is, sixteen year olds are marrying adults all the time. Yeah, in all the time, the US, and you know here too. Like I'm not trying to make that just a US problem, but. We don't hear about it. Courtney Stodden was a tabloid star for a reason because their parents were pushing it. Yeah. Like it wasn't by accident and the media just stumbled upon this. I like when this when this story broke, Courtney had done like a photo shoot on the beach in which they look like a 42 year old woman who had just got custody of her kids back. Like, yeah. And, and like Courtney's styling. And I'm not like maybe they also just really like that style, but also at 16. You probably need your parents' help if you're going to get your head up bleached in some way, whether it's financial or whatever. Like, you yeah. don't just accidentally end up looking like that. Exactly. And I, for me, the draw of the story was never that um, this old-ass man had married this young person. It was never that. It was more like, I, my first draw was like, that's not a child. No, that's not a, no. That's a woman. And Courtney, I, I remember thinking that's, that's that's I, that person can't be 16 <laughs> you know no. what I mean <laughs> but was and so for a long time Courtney had been living as not a 16 year old you know what I mean <laughs> yeah absolutely not yeah um in this episode Krista talks about how they met Doug uh Courtney was doing some sort of showcase and Krista's friend introduced Krista to Doug, Krista and Courtney to Doug. Doug hit on her first. The way Krista talks about it, allegedly, Alle- well, allegedly, I want you. You're right. Thank I'm you, say that. Thank yeah. you, because who is a more unreliable narrator than Krista? <laughs> Truly, everything's a lie. Oh. But she's like, I said no because I was married at the time. She keeps saying that, and then. She says that he and Courtney started corresponding. And I'm like, well, wait, you're skipping some steps here. Yeah. How does your 16 year old, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm a strict parent in that I like, I like right now, my nine-year-old wants to shave her legs because she's a hairy person. That's fine. She, she has gorgeous, very long, thick hair. And I told her, I was like, your eyebrows, you see how awesome they are? because you grow hair like this is important but they're nine and i'm like listen bunny uh nine's really early to be shaving your legs it just is um 
I'm willing to have this conversation in middle school. Like, let's start there. But, and then I was also trying to explain that, like, whatever this person is making fun of you, like, they're just going to figure out something else to make fun of you about because it's not about your legs. You know, yeah, that's oh, that's one of the worst parts of being bullied in any way as a kid when you realize that no matter what expectation you meet, they're just going to find something else. Right. I saw a tweet. Which is literally just, what you just said. But that said, bullying is so like weird. Why are you mad at me? Because I'm ugly. Like, yeah. just let me be <laughs> ugly then. It's a, why, why does that offend you? Me being ugly over here. And so it's I, like how almost every day I'll get a comment on one of my TikToks. I'll be like, you're fat. And I'm like, I'm aware. I, yeah. I have a mirror. You didn't need to educate me. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I'm the one that pulled these uh, pants up over these hips, babe. Yeah. I saw it. <laughs> I, I'm not shocked. Yeah. But like when I'm talking about money, like I, I guess I'm a conservative, I'm conservative ish, but I just feel like I really want my kids to be able to be children as long. Cause you only get to be a kid for like a really short por- portion of your life. Most of your life, you're old and creaky and ugly. And like <laughs> none of the cool stuff, like you're, you're all jaded and shit. Like you only get to be like a dumb little kid who, thinks a puppet came to life for a very short amount of time in life. I think shaving is one of those hard things because like, I mean, you can, but once you start, you can't really stop. Can't stop. Like, it's not even like, you know, putting a pink streak in your hair or something like that where it's yeah. like, okay, we can do this for a bit and then it can go away. Like, it's a very much a, a process. Well, when you decide you're going to start removing body hair, you you kind of have taken on a new job. Yes, exactly. It's like any beauty maintenance thing. It's like if you decide you're going to get your nails done or your lashes done, it's like now I'm committed to this thing. Yeah. And That's I think to put on the kid. I think nine's too young to be committed. And also because Bunny is still not able to take her ADHD medicine regularly, like remember it or or if she can't swallow it, she'll hide it, <laughs> which is just and like reminding me I need to take my meds today. So <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> but She's like such a, she, she, her executive functioning is not like, it's, it's very obvious why you need the ADHD medicine because yes. she will like make snap decisions that don't make any fucking sense. And I'm like, hold on, slow it down, slow it down. Is this what you want to be doing? Like, do you want to hide um, this pill in your little brother's backpack that I go through every day? And then I'm going to wonder why he has a controlled medication in his backpack do you want <laughs> is that what you want to do or do you want to just say i'm no. having trouble swallowing this pill um can someone help me that and so we're still there and i'm just like i just feel like I, the little kid that's like the girl that's like making fun of her is named eileen and i was like listen Oops. tomorrow go to school Eileen says anything, tell Eileen that you would appreciate if she stopped talking about your body and like it's none of her business. And if she won't tell the teacher you're uncomfortable because Eileen is over here, she keeps making comments about your body and you want her to stop. And if it doesn't stop today, tomorrow I'll go up to school and beat up Eileen. So like, don't (laughs) fucking worry about it. Just point her out to me. I'll fuck her up. So, And so she went to school. And she said, I had a talk with Eileen. I told her you were going to come beat her up. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. But Eileen apologized. And they're friends now. So stop. <laughs> so uh, once when I was a kid, I think I was a little bit older than that, but someone threatened to get their older brother to beat me up. And I was like, no, you're not. Your brother's like 15. He doesn't care. Yeah. Like, like I just called that bluff immediately. He's going to be like, get out of my room. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> 
fine, fine. If you have to call him, call him. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of Krista, like, it's quite obvious from the moment we met Courtney, it's obvious Courtney never had parents, right? No. <laughs> um, like, this was going to be Courtney's life path in some way. Yeah. Krista was just looking at how to get either herself and then because she can do it, her child into this tabloid sphere. Right. Like, if it hadn't, like, I'm not saying that the marriage was okay at all, but if that wasn't that it was going to be something else just as dark and twisted. Right, right, right. I, I, I totally know what you mean. Like, it just feels like, I don't know much about Courtney's, like, early childhood, but I, I, I bet it's chock full of all kinds of things that need content warnings. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep, like a beauty pageants, child yeah. star attempts, yep. something. I've not like bad things are happening. Yeah. I heard I, I'm just like at this point, especially after reading that book and a lot of things that I I've been reading a lot of celebrity memoirs lately. Um, it's really funny because Kirk Cameron's mom is in like many of them as a child because she's a uh, an agent recurring character. Yeah, she's a recurring character. And I was like, why are we talking about Kirk Cameron's mom again? And like, like I hate those people. And Candace Cameron is the worst person on earth. But like, I, I, reading all these like uh, celebrity memoirs, I'm like, kids shouldn't be on TV. Kids shouldn't be on TV (laughs) at all. Hire little people, pretend that they're children, do something, but do not put another child on TV. Well, when people are always like having adults play teenagers on TV shows, that's an unrealistic body standard. I'm like, I would rather every day teens have an unrealistic body standard than put actual children in shows. Can you imagine? Like, if you can get away with it, go for it. And I kept, oh my God, when Jeanette's book came out, I kept seeing these like tweets or posts. I'd be like, Jeanette gave up her childhood for us. And I'm like, no, she didn't. Like, princess, you know me. I watched all those Disney shows and Nickelodeon shows and it's still half my personality. But I would (laughs) have lived if none of them existed. I'm like, I would have grown into a person. Yeah. My children found them on Netflix. And I have to watch Sam and Cat several times a day. Oh, that was a bad one. It's terrible. And they, I have to keep explaining to my husband that that's Ariana Grande. (laughs) He's like, so she got a show now. I'm like, that's not her right now. This is a really old show. He's like, she looks the same. I was like, no, she fucking doesn't. doesn't. (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm watching all of this, all of these shows. I'm watching Zoe 101 right now. No, Zoe 101 is a sleigh. I'll let that one stay. It's good. Don't get me wrong, but I have to explain to them that Jamie Lynn Spears is going to grow up to like Ted Cruz and that (laughs) that's her future. Also, she's two seconds from getting pregnant in this scene, just so you know. And the kids are all like, like Bunny especially loves a high school musical, loves that, loves, they have this new um, musical series called Zombies. Um, Yes, I've seen the ads for it. She fucking loves it. She's she's counting down till they get released on Disney Plus. And she's always like, why won't you watch TV with me? I was like, because it hurts me to watch High School Musical and know that uh, that chick's nudes are about to be released. Yeah. Yeah. They really it's... fuck. What's the dude's name? The, the, the one High School Musical? Yeah. The one that's really Zac hot. Efron? Zach Efron. They ruined his life. <laughs> yeah. He's not doing well. No. Remember when he got beat, him and his security got beat up on a dark street and they were just like, oh, we're just walking down here. No, you're going to get drugs. Stop. 
Oh, I love. Do you remember at the Lorax premiere when he dropped a condom out of his wallet in front of all those children? No, I don't remember that. But that, oh my God, where was I when it was happening? I, I was probably a grown ass woman. That's what's so yeah. Not paying attention to the Lorax premiere. How dare you? <laughs> but yeah, like, I. I'm still watching these shows and these are shows that like you were saying were part of your childhood and I watched shows geared to children when I was a kid and it's hard because I'm like like Kate, Matilda imagine if Euphoria was filmed with children <laughs> imagine if those are teenagers okay <laughs> I already think the, the, they're all grown adults I already think they're all being abused on the set they're like in their twenties. I'm like, yeah, they're being abused on the set. And I like, we need to have adults playing teenagers for a lot of these things. Like yeah. even pretty little liars, some of that shit. Um, let's go. If you go back to that 70s show, like uh, Mila Kunis is like 14. Yeah. When she gets on that show. And, and she's like, make- story people tell when they're like, oh, she didn't tell them her age when she auditioned as if it's a cute thing. That's not cute. And she yeah. did that so she can get the show. And yeah, and someone should have checked that. <laughs> also, like, I know you got a 1099 before she started working. Like, I know you got yeah. the paperwork for taxes. Yeah, they figured it out at some point. Yeah, and she's just making out with this grown-ass man over here all the time. Like, guys, this is not a, a show she should be on. I just, I'm at the point now that I'm like, there should be no child stars at all. Yeah. Like, I agree. Don't. And every... 10 years we seem to do this retrospective of being like oh Judy Garland's life was so sad oh Drew Barrymore's life was so sad oh all the Disney kids life was so sad but you know we're just going to keep doing this forever yeah and it's like no it's it's all still bad in the same way just slightly remodeled and it's all going to keep being bad until we stop making children celebrities and they still like people really want their kids to be famous my kids yeah. want so bad to be that first of all they don't even have real YouTube yet but they want to be able to make videos and get on TikTok and stuff like that. And I was like, never, you're never going to be allowed no. to do that. I All will... I wanted as a child was to be a child star. Shocking. Everyone did. I am so glad there wasn't, and I don't want to like weird, like we played outside when I was a kid, but I'm just so glad the internet wasn't like, I think kids contributed in the way it is now when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, there would be so much, it would be days worth of videos of me just like, here's a cooking tutorial I made a sandwich like that I usually <laughs> did that but it's no one was there to film it like I'm so grateful yeah and I just I want to protect my kids as long as possible I actually would hate if they became TikTok famous Ugh. and I know people are like well you put it in their college fund no I don't want my kids to even like everything I see about famous young people is terrible yeah <laughs> name someone who's like well well adjusted who used to be famous when they were young i can't try to think of somebody mara wilson's doing pretty decently you know what you're right that's pretty much the only example but mara wilson is like don't be a child star (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and she seems very lucky that her immediate family was very supportive of whatever she wanted to do which is not yeah what any of these other kids are in yeah i can't think of anything and it's it's just I don't know. Maybe I'm weirdo, but there's just not enough money in the world, not enough houses to be bought in the world for yeah. my children to be harmed in any fucking way. So I never, if they ever like take me to an audition, I'll be like, you're grounded. Get in your room. <laughs> it's also like when we're in such a tangent, but when you see these celebrity parents being like, oh, she just couldn't stop singing or acting or dancing. And I'm like, okay, so get your kid in community theater. 
or, yeah. you know, like get them singing lessons. Like there are children appropriate options where they can have probably have just as much, if not more fun. Like, yeah. And you know how it's not like you have to move to Hollywood. Brittany was so driven. Yeah, she was driven by her mother to auditions. Like there's yeah, no, like literally. she's a child. <laughs> she lied about her age yeah because her mom told her to you think she just went back there and was like should i lie about my age no someone Kids said just stupid like, yeah <laughs> yeah someone told her to do that an adult who had keys who drove her there told her to lie about it so i don't know and i and i i saw that someone was like maybe the solution is to have like a caseworker, like a social worker on set for every child act like if a child actor is on set and i'm like yeah, I see what you're saying there. Like having some, having an outside party, but even like, like the tutors and everything, they have to get hired. So they're never going to say, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they don't want to lose their job. Yeah. It's a freelance thing. You want to get hired for other jobs. And like, so I, yeah, I, I think Alison Stoner, who was like a child star has a really good, I'm not too sure what pronouns they use, but um, has a really good YouTube video about this whole situation and being like, yeah, when I was 16, my manager just got me emancipated. So I didn't have to go to the onset schools anymore. Like yeah, things like that. It's a really good um, like video essay, but yeah, it's, there's going to be loopholes around it all. And I don't know how you fix it. Yeah. So I'm just saying the moment you tell me you want your child to be famous, I think that you're a bad parent. Yeah, I agree because there's no way you don't know what happens to famous young people. And I'm not just talking about like what happens on set. Think about how sexualized everyone is. Think about how many uh, pedophile photo dumps there you're, you know what I mean? Like, I know you can't control that, but a kid shouldn't be working like that. You know, kids shouldn't work. This isn't an after school (laughs) like job at the supermarket for two hours. Like kids should not be on set all day. Kids should not have to work. That's the no. kids shouldn't have to work. That's it. You're absolutely fucking right. The whole thing. But here we are. We're seeing it's Kristen. Like we're all against child labor unless it's like a celebrity. We're unless like, they're cool. tap dancing. Yeah, they were like, that's it. it. Do it. <laughs> uh, so like when Krista is an obvious stage mom, Krista, I don't believe Krista when she says that like, oh, I don't know. They just started talking. Um, I will absolutely know if my 16 year old is talking to a 51 year old man and I will absolutely call the fucking police. So I, Krista's story doesn't track, to be honest. No, not of anything. And when she's thought, this is jumping ahead a bit, when she starts talking about how she never sold stories, it's like, that's a story right there in this picture that you sold. Yeah. It says that you were interviewed. Like, what do you mean? Well, you know, she's like, well, I think she's doing the Lisa Vanderpump thing where she's like, yeah. I never sold a story. I gave it away for free. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> like, I don't know. Krista and Courtney um, are the saddest things on the show. Um, yeah. It's like everyone else seems to like, at least need some sort of therapy in this dynamic, but like a once a week therapy. Yeah. Courtney and Krista should just be estranged. So I know that Courtney called out Bethany um recently do you keep up with Courtney like the last time I was seeing Courtney on online I they seemed like an Anna Nicole type to me like I was like we're just gonna find out they died soon yeah I I probably check in periodically um same thing as being like are you alive um 
but really yeah. unless it's like headlines i i don't follow them on any socials or anything it's just it's it's sad it's too sad it's so sad and it feels like they don't have anybody exactly there's nobody in I their feel- life that they don't pay that isn't like monetarily motivated to be like hey court like let's get off of instagram live like let's yeah. let's i often think that when i say um paris jackson mm. and i'm like yeah, there's just no one in this world that's really supporting you is there every uh, i bet you people meet paris jackson all the time every person wants something from her yep every person you can't trust just- anybody Oh, I feel like we just like remember when she tried to kill herself at 15 and we just treated it like a tabloid story yeah like, imagine being 15 and you get out of the emergency room and that's what you have to deal with yeah that sucks and you are like, like just keep it a thousand yeah. Michael Jackson was your dad okay so let's yeah. start yeah there. that's enough trauma that's and then enough he dies trauma. and you have just no one else yeah and you're at the funeral at a in a fucking stadium talking yeah. on like come on i don't because i'm pretty sure she's the same age as me so she's 11 years old yeah like, she's really young the levels the levels of trauma there then you go stay with your grandma who is first of all an old black grandma so i i'm just saying she's got a belt so let's start there okay she's th- this is not a good place to be um she she has is to have a certain amount of money and a certain amount of fame for a length of time means that you are disconnected from reality. Yeah. And I bet that house was disconnected from reality. I bet it, I bet the living as Michael Jackson's daughter was super disconnected from reality. They are in a different reality, but they also hit you over here. Then, (laughs) and they're also on every like tabloid. You're like, like I, 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 how do you not? attempt suicide at 15 how do you not literally like one of those things one of those things would be enough things yeah yeah and so but i think there's a lot about a lot of people that just don't have anybody with that's not on a payroll that is not trying to get paid around them to just like like okay so the way about demi as well like yes they have a couple friends and i think that's it and even those friends i'm suspicious of like yeah yeah it's sad it's very Um, sad it reminds me also i don't know who gabby hannah is at all except for what liz has told us god i wish that was me i like i do not i saw gabby hannah's first ever not by choice but i saw her first ever live musical performance really yeah because what do you mean not by choice well you're walking by because it was at Australia's had two or three VidCons before they were like, mm, this is not making us money. And she was at the first ever one. Sorry, my best uh, um, She oh. won, started a stampede because she just walked through the like convention center bit, like oh. not where the meeting grades were happening. And then they had to like shut the room down. And oh. then she also did her first, it was just after her first single drop and she performed it live. It was horrible. Like, well, I've horrible. heard the music. Um, it's like, terrible. She has at least gotten better at singing since then. But yeah, so I accidentally saw her first ever live performance. That is wow. a fun fact about me. I like, I only know her from Liz's stuff. But when Liz was tweeting about like, uh, you know, the things that were going on with Gabby. And then she said, there's a man that went over her house. I'm like, I, so I'm not following this. I'm immediately going, oh no, somebody's hurt. Somebody's going through something and a man showed up at their house. Like somebody from the internet. And 
my hackles went up. Like, I don't even like, I'm not even tuned into the story, but I'm immediately like the rest of the day, my stomach hurts because I'm like, I just danger, danger, danger. And so when, like, when I see people like Courtney, that I get that fight or flight in me, that's like, this danger, there's danger here. And it feels like there's nobody going to do anything about it. Um, Because if you were posting 90 TikToks every hour, someone would come take care of you. No, my husband would come over work and be like, what's going on? What's going on? We're on TikTok. We're on TikTok live right now. (laughs) Why? Why would we do that? (laughs) And like, I have like family and friends and even my coworkers would be like, hey, you have to come to work, but you've been on TikTok for three days. Could you like call or something? Like I, there are people that will be reaching out to me who would not have anything to gain from trying to like, I mean, obviously exactly. you can't just show up and be like, you need to like the way people talk about mental health. Like if you have any kind of mental anything, they're like, well, just lock them up. <laughs> like, Literally. Just, just no. And I know Liz has been saying this on her podcast, but seriously, guys, unless like it is a life or death situation, it is never worth calling the police on someone who's mentally ill. No, it will almost. All, and this is coming from someone who has been through that experience. Like it will always almost always make the situation much worse much more traumatizing um you're much more likely to be assaulted than helped if you resist at all because police aren't yeah or killed like especially police aren't trained to care for people they're trained in this situation to get you from your house wherever you are to a hospital by any means necessary which can include arresting you it can include you know holding you down it can include a bunch of stuff that is extremely traumatizing and like you said can literally kill people like it's not and I understand that sometimes you don't have another option, but I beg people to really use that as a last resort because yeah. a lot of the time we do it because we want to feel in control of an out of control situation. Yes. But that's scared. actually not helpful. We want to fix I'm this. I'm sympathetic for that, mm-hmm. but it's not helpful. Our loved one, something's wrong with our loved one. I've, I've, um, I've been around people that had similar things, Gabby, and it's really hard when you see someone you love and that you know, and the way, like, it's like a mask is on them. It's somebody else. Like the shit they're saying is not what they say. It's not anything. And I know how scary that is, but you like, we are not allowed to just lock people up if they're not trying to harm people or, or themselves. And we shouldn't be able to, we really shouldn't like, there shouldn't be a law that if you are not making any sense, it's perfectly okay for the police to bust in your house and take you away. Yeah. Because I saw you on TikTok and called the police. It's just, that's just not how it should be. And yeah. I, yeah. And also I'm just f- don't call the police yeah. on like someone on that you see on the internet. Like it's not, the police aren't going to care. The police are not going to care. No, especially if you're calling from another state saying that yeah. you saw this on TikTok, they're going to be like, come on, man. Come on. Like, one, if they even know what TikTok is, it's just going to mean like <laughs> any other call they get about the situation is going to be taken less seriously. Yeah. And so it's really important. Same thing with Brittany just because you don't like how she's acting, even if she is mentally ill, even if she is spending all her money, even if she is making bad decisions, you're still not allowed to lock someone up for that. People do that every day and they don't have anything wrong with them. They just making bad decisions. Yeah. You're not allowed to wrest control from them and lock them up. And we, we really have to like, we really have to figure out a way to talk about 
when things are happening that is not let's get in there and and like I don't know I I feel like everyone wants to handle everything with like a gun and a SWAT team and I just yeah that's <laughs> and ultimatums yeah ultimatums you better you're going better like no 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 yeah it's so odd. Courtney I'm we're way off topic but that's fine I'm I'm enjoying talking people about will this. like it they'll enjoy it they'll enjoy it they'll enjoy it um they're doing a group they're doing a group therapy session so every episode i guess they're gonna do a group every a group therapy session and an exercise um and it's about resentment they're all supposed to talk about resentment and they have these fucking bags that With props i love a prop but you know producers put the prop in there. they were like what's your resentment? okay we'll get you i don't even think yeah i think they opened them and they're like okay how do i make a backstory up about this i've never seen this you were like life. so you believe the props are random I yeah, believe, it's improv. I, some improv games. <laughs> I believe they never knew what these props were. They opened it up and they were like, oh, didn't I tell you I was mad because you weren't at my 21st? Okay. Yeah, that's what. Do you was. think, because Courtney brings out two champagne glasses to say that they resemble their mother was in their 21st. Mm-hmm. Do you think they put plastic ones in there? So in case a fight started? No, I think it was so there was cheaper. no broken glass. I think it was cheaper. Yeah. I think like they had some plastic ones, you know, and no one was going to go out and get a, like, I think the budget a real was champagne off. flute. Yeah, yeah. That also makes sense. But I think it also might've been that they were scared a fight was going to happen. Yeah. Well, maybe 50, 50 Courtney says that the thing she resents, like you said, is that her mother wasn't, their mother wasn't at, um, their 21st birthday party. Um, instead their mother, what happened is they woke up the next day and their mother had sold a bunch of stories about how, uh she didn't like the direction their career was going she thought the marriage was off like was the wrong decision and i'm like so she like they tell krista this and chris is like i did not sell a story on your 21st birthday not even a week prior maybe two and a half weeks i talked to someone in the press and everyone's like what the fuck does that matter that's one don't talk to your about your child in the press that way. Yeah. Two, you're not, you didn't, this isn't your first interview. You know they're going to hold that story for three weeks until it's their birthday. Yes. Like, they probably, the whole reason you're they not contacted you. Because they knew their birthday was coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Krista, like, she, Krista acts like she just got there and was like, oh, I guess this is my life. Yeah. I don't Krista know. Krista reminds me wrong. of I just Farrah stumbled Abrams into this mom. situation. Deb. Yes. Oh, that's such a good comparison. Yeah. And just a very like and that weird know. calmness too. Yeah. Weird calmness. While, like, her child is crying next to her and she's like, oh, whatever. Do you think like Chris is like on something? Yes. <laughs> You're like, princess, snap <laughs> out of it. Of course she is. But I mean, like, you think she's just like on a bunch of fucking pills and that's why she's so fucking calm. Yeah, I yeah, I assume it is prescribed. Um, I do not know if she's taking it as prescribed. Every, you can get but anything that was prescribed. My watching this. You can get yeah. anything, okay? <laughs> well, almost anything now. But anything, like well, in the US you can <laughs> is a little bit harder. Yeah, they're actually checking shit down there. <laughs> yeah. I said <Damn>. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they're and so when Krista wants to talk about what she's resentful of, she literally pulls out. She just plugs her a job. Plugs her new management company. She's got a flyer. 
she's talking about these great people that she's managing and doing stuff and they have to tell her well her child is bawling their eyes out next to it like right and it's not even framed in a way of like i started this new business and you didn't get to be a part of it and that was really sad for me like it's straight up it's an ad it's an ad well she tries to do that later because they're like no 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 and she's like well we did a an amazing concert the viper room and i'm like babe (laughs) nobody goes to the viper room now these days but and she goes you should have been there courtney um all of these people that i'm managing are fans of yours of course they are they're only letting you manage them because they're like oh that's courtney stodden's mom yeah that's that's the only way so she's like i want you to meet them and courtney Courtney's like, I've never heard of these people. We're trying to talk about me. Yeah. And, but they even say, I would love to have been there, but I would have like slapped that shit right over her fucking hand. I would have been like, mom, <laughs> like, this is not a fucking infomercial. And she's like, oh, the other thing Krista was doing when she got out that like flyer or a piece of paper with her stuff on it, she's like panning it to each of the cameras. Yeah. Like, and they're doing a bunch of cuts. So it's trying to not, but yeah, they're like, we're not showing that. <laughs> it, is, it is truly bizarre. And I don't, she must have been high because otherwise she could have thought of a better way to incorporate this that didn't make her look so horrific. It was horrific. And also production had to get that flyer from her. She's she's like, put this in my bag, please. Put this in my bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, oh, they, so like um, for Char and Cassie, listen, Char... It's very obvious. Char is too emotionally tied to her daughter. She is upset. It's very sad. She is upset because Cassie missed one Thanksgiving to go on a two-week vacation to meet her boyfriend's family for the very first time. Literally, like, the most appropriate reason to miss a holiday. Yeah. And like, and like, as an adult, you don't have to go to every holiday. You can live your own life. But like, it's not even like she just went on a holiday. She went to meet her boyfriend's family. Yeah, that's was like, when well, she was invited. They only celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I was with you guys for Christmas. Right. Imagine she had said, I was going to go there for Christmas. Yeah. Shar yeah. seems like the type of mom that fake dies when you tell her no, she doesn't want to hear her. <laughs> like she throws herself on the ground and you have to be like, you're not dead, mom. <laughs> This did really make me want to make a pine cone turkey, though, and I googled the tutorial. So I'm <laughs> going to do that this weekend. Make sure you post pictures. <laughs> Slay! I need to find a pine cone in the city, but I'm, I'll Start figure it out. Pine cone. Yeah. You can probably go to a craft store. They like. I was just at a craft store the other day because I was getting a dye and uh, or fabric dye, and they literally had a box of pine cones just there in case you needed it. Damn. Yeah, I mean, my mom collects pine cones, but she lives in the country, so yeah, that's all I don't know. do there. So, like, yeah, Shar and Cassie, Shar thinks it's what she's doing is very normal. It's not normal at all. Uh, and the fact that she, if ahead. you were sad, your kid miss, miss Thanksgiving. That's something you like tell your friends or your partner, and you're like, oh, I'm I'm bummed about this. Like, can I have some emotional support? It's not something you tell the child. No. And it, I'll, I'll be honest, I believe that if Cassie had gone at any time, it would have been a problem. Yeah. And sure, she was like, said two weeks. Away for a whole two weeks. Yeah, yeah and I'm a like, whole two weeks. Like, you're an adult. I went away for longer than that as a child, let alone 
I know. So weird. And it's, it's one of those things where you, one of my favorite scenes in Pose is the scene where uh, she goes over to uh, Electra's um, uh, dominatrix job and she's like, the kids are moving out, they're doing this. And Electra is in this, this head to toe, like pleather cat suit with a whip and like at least six inch heels. And it's like, that's what happens in a mother. You raise them, they go away. That's what you do. You want something that stays, you get a puppy. And I was like, I remember seeing that and my kids were, this, my kids were much smaller, maybe not much smaller, but they were, but I had like smaller kids. And I was like, yeah, that's like the whole gig is that you love them, you support them, you guide them, and then you let them go. And Char isn't doing the letting go part. Not, not even attempting. Yeah. And doesn't think she's wrong in, in the bit, in the least bit. No, like if she would just have her daughter live with her till the day she dies. I know. And it's just like, like, and that's sad. And I understand sometimes that has to happen for a multitude of different reasons, but to actively want that is sad. Yeah. And like, it's obvious Char is not getting fucked because this is not like all her energy is into her kids. And she has younger kids than Cassie. Cassie was 10. And when Char had, I think Char's, got kids that are eight and like nine years younger than Cassie so they're still yeah, so the it's not even like a, you're the baby of the family sort of thing yeah not that that would make it okay but it would make more sense it would make more sense altogether. so Kim and Kimberly how do you feel about naming children after yourself okay so like I do think it's weird but I think it's a sleigh when a woman does it yeah I think when because women men do it all the time all the so time and i think it's like pick me behavior to name a name a baby that you carry for a year after a, a dude that like just skeeted in you yes. i think that's i think that's like like where they do that at i think it's awesome if you name it after yourself no i agree yeah that's my thing i'm like theoretically weird but somehow cool when it's the mother doing it which i don't yeah. know if that's right but it's my truth yeah we're biased <laughs> but- yeah. So they open their bags and ain't shit in them. There's nothing in them because they say they don't have any resentment. And I wrote in fucking capital letters, your mother is a drug addict and alcoholic who's had severe childhood trauma, who has, I think, uh, it's not Kimberly's father, but her first husband and her, her oldest child's father is like dying of cancer and Kim Kim's trying to take care of him like at this time all that's happening this is right after Kim got caught stealing out of Target uh oh, when rich uh, people steal it's so weird like a whole fu- at Christmas a whole fucking basket oh. of, by the way that could have been me because like two Christmases ago I went to Target I had, I was listening to a a podcast. Like I always am like some asshole, um, with AirPods in. I, I ring up everything. I put it in my bag. I put it in my, um, cart. I go to the car. I put the stuff in and then I look for the receipt. Cause I, cause it's Christmas stuff. I want to make sure I pay it out of like a certain credit card. Cause that's that's the plan. So I was like, Ooh, did I use that credit card? Cannot find the receipt. Looked through all my accounts when I got home. I never paid for that shit. I literally just left Target. 
Oh my god. My, I told lucky. my husband, like, I, I'm lucky I'm not in jail. I'm driving yeah. home. I'm telling my husband this. He's like, drive faster away from there. Don't ever go back to that target. <laughs> I was like, what if, shouldn't I go back now and be like, I made a mistake? He's like, no, 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 no. Do not go back. Come home. I was like, okay, okay, okay. He's like, you're going to fucking jail. Come home. <laughs> my husband's like, go on the run. Do not talk to the police. Go. So, I did see a thing once that apparently, I mean, who knows, this is, the internet's true, but that American Target will only arrest you for shoplifting if they have you on record shoplifting a certain amount of stuff mm, because then they sense. can, like, get you to actually be prosecuted properly. Mm. Like, if I, you're a known shoplifter from that store, so. I saw a TikTok where this girl was, like, make, showing how to make cherry pies, and in the middle, she went, she went to Target to get the stuff. And in the middle, she's like, they caught me borrowing from Target because she gets arrested. She has to go in the back. <laughs> it's it's a part of her Jerry Pie tutorial. It's like footage of her in the back being apprehended. Like, <laughs> I love when you start watching a TikTok thinking it's one thing and it takes a turn. It's my favorite it's thing. Favorite thing. And I'm definitely going to watch it three times. But she's like, she's like, so they caught me borrowing in Target. Oh, anyway. So look at my Cherry Pies. And I'm like... Bitch, you so got arrested funny. today. You're still making cherry pies? Cool, cool. <laughs> so, but this is all going with Kim. So all this is happening. She's she's made and lost fortunes over and over again. She's been married to very rich guys. She's, she's been partnered with people who have no money. All this. And you don't have any resentment for there Nothing? Even if you were just a, like a healthy mother-daughter duo, there's got to be something you're resentful for. It's, she didn't get you that My Little Pony that Christmas? Come exactly. on. Exactly. Like, that's just a normal, like, any relationship you have with someone, you're resentful about something even if it's small. Don't act like there's nothing. That's more unhealthy. That's somehow the most unhealthy thing you could have brought out. Exactly. The fact that they said there were none, I was like, you guys And they were so up. smug about it. Oh, they're the smuggest people on the show. They're like, we just came here because we love each other. No, you came here because you're committing emotional incest with her because you keep saying she's your husband. Yeah, it's creepy. That's creepy. You have sex with a husband. You don't have sex with Kimberly. Don't say that. This is just like when people are like, my eight-year-old's my best friend. That's not the yeah, term you want to use. I have a distinct childhood memory of when I was before I went to school. So I went like four or five and my mom and I had a fight about, who knows what I didn't clean up my toys, whatever. And then we made up and she was like, are we friends again? And I just turned her and I go, no, you're my mom. <laughs> like even as a child, I understood that. Yeah. That Like we can't be friends. Cause you can ground me. My yeah. friends wouldn't ground me. Yeah. Like what people need to say is that like, this is my favorite little buddy or something like that, which is, App, like that's apropos like i well, really I like i think we need Aaron's more words for friends because you can yeah. use friends for just anything and there's some people who i'm like that's my friend who i'll hang out with any day of the week and that's like someone i'll hang out with in a group setting but they're still my friend yeah yeah but the this idea a, of saying like, i have if your child is your confidant you're parenting incorrectly you cannot yeah. tell them every like don't put that shit on your kids they shouldn't have to like hold you up emotionally they're children yes. they need you and you can see from kim and kimberly's relationship that kimberly's been holding up kim like all her fucking life that was what she was born to do i know and then she just like 
just imagine Kim looking down. Like, so I think naming a, a kid after you is badass, but in Kim's case, it almost, you know how like, you know how like when somebody has a sick kid and they have another kid so they can give them stem cells or something like that? Yes. That's like my what sister's it, cape out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like she had Kimberly so someone would help her. And she was like, yeah. and I'm going to name you after the person you're going to be with at all times, me. Oof, that's dark. But that's true. dark. That's what it feels like. But eventually they start fighting because they're like, we don't have any resentment. We don't have any resentment. And then Kim's like, except, you know, when she won't answer her phone. And I like, I was in the hospital and I was coming out. And I, had to, I was like, wait, you fucking liars. You have plenty of resentment. Yeah, you can't even get through this conversation about how you don't have resentment. Yeah. And also, why does Kim... <sighs> so I'm not a person that says if you don't have this many friends or if you don't have the support system, you're, you must, something must be wrong with you. That's why people aren't around you. But I am going to say that as an adult, it is your responsibility to cultivate relationships with other people to build a support system. A support system... Some of us, they, it just grows up around us and other, and we have others have to build it, but it's your responsibility to have it. And your support system shouldn't be your college age child. She shouldn't be the only person that's going to pick you up from the hospital. No. It's go just to not book fair. Club. Like, yeah, go I, to a book club, make up with your sisters, do something. Especially when it's not like she's working at nine to five, like you can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Like, you just know Kim makes Kimberly feel bad about everything. Yep. She's like, oh, you didn't have to be here. I was alone. I was able to, do-. like, you know what I mean? And you're like, okay. Well, the classic, like, if Kimberly's like, hey, you hurt me this way. And she's like, I'm just the world's worst mother. And I've just done uh, everything wrong. And I try so hard. And you're like, great. Now I have to comfort you. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're not the world's worst mother. Thank yeah. you for feeding me. Even though you would have gone to jail if you didn't. Thank you. This is, so this is another girl. I'm. Don't want to be talking about Britney Spears. This is another thing that's bothering me about this (laughs) is that where people are saying about her kids, they're like, they're, they're probably upset because they know the money train is good. Babe, they're not gold diggers. Those are like literal dependents. They're literal dependents. They're, they're the only type of person you are legally obligated to take care of your children. Like they act like Sean and the other one, (laughs) they act like they were. They act like they were filing child support motions to get child support. They act like that's a payment to them. It's not. And it wasn't. They probably do want money. They're 15 and 17. <laughs> yeah. And it's that's not, not a morally wrong thing to want from your parent as a teenager. Right. And they're, they're acting like I saw, and this is not something that Brittany was saying. I mean, I think Brittany said something, but I'm trying to say out of her business. I didn't see it. I just saw this go across my timeline. I was like, Woof, the stands are going crazy. Something about how her kids were gold diggers. And I was like, girl, no, 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 no. That's not like, and this if this was a man, we would not be like, how dare these kids expect him to support them? Yeah. How dare like they're gold diggers? They're they're just trying to get money from him. Oh, and people get will be like, they're siding with her abuser, her abusive ex-husband. That's their dad. Like, he's not a stranger to them. That's their literal father. Yeah, and keep in mind that, like, and I keep saying this, like, it's perfectly fine to be like, hey, we spent so many years 
like Brittany was literally a slave for us, like right there. And we didn't see it. And, we, and a lot of us weren't saying anything before we were making fun of her. Then we were being glib about her. Then we were ignoring her. And now you want to be like, hey, I really don't like things need to change. But it's also weird for you to decide that you understand what someone's relationship is like with their mother, who they actually know, actually have experiences with because you like content they put out. Yeah. It, it's like if your mom worked at the Piggly Wiggly and you were like, my mom wasn't a good mom. And someone she used to like bag groceries for was like, but she was a great bagger. She always put my <laughs> eggs in the right spot. So I know that's a lie. Like you'd be like, cool. That has nothing to do with like what I'm doing over here. Literally. Oh, I just, it's just, it's such a ridiculous situation. Like It makes me sad. As parents, we are legally obligated to take care of the children or we're going to go to jail. So yeah. it's not a favor I did for you. It's not anything. I was filling my responsibility to you because I either brought you into this world or I adopted you or I chose you or whatever it is that happened. You're my child. And so now I have legal obligation to you. This is not me like feeding you tonight is not a favor you need to pay back to me. And we have to stop talking about it like that because yeah. yeah, And even if we're doing things above and beyond that, like we buy them nice clothes or we send them to a nice school or whatever we do that to benefit as a parent. Yes. We're benefiting ourselves. I'm taking my kids to Disney. Uh, Obviously I'm going to like throw it in their face for the rest of their fucking life. But (laughs) deep inside, I'm going to know that the reason I took them to Disney is because I wanted to, and it made me feel good to do it. So they don't owe me shit for it. And I feel that way about Kimberly. I feel that way about Sean and the other one. I don't know what the name of these fucking kids are. I've never thought about these kids a day in my life. There's three names. It's Jaden's the older one. And then it's Sean Preston, but that's one name. Why would you name somebody Sean Preston? I don't know. Also, Preston is this name of a suburb in Melbourne. So it's extra confusing for me. (sighs) I'm like, that's where I used to live. I just want to be a naming consultant. I just want them to like, <laughs> like when you have the baby, right? And you're like filling out the paperwork. I want them to be like, princess is going to be here in a minute. She's going to like consult with you on the name. And then I want you to tell me the name. And I'm going to be like, that's a bad name. Don't do that. And if I don't approve it, we can't put it on the paper. Yeah, that's what jobs for both of us. Yeah, be that great. Would, that'd be such a good job. Uh, I feel like that's a super badass name. Thank you. Put that I down. Just, a double barreled name is already a lot. I don't know if it's technically cool, but you know when it's it's two names is one name is already a lot, and those are both two very distinct names that are their own names. Yeah, it's like how Sarah Jessica Parker makes people call her Sarah Jessica. I would ne- that would not fly in Australia. I would never. We we nickname everyone. Like it's hard enough to get anyone's full name as is, let alone no, that would just not happen. <laughs> what would you nickname Sarah Jessica Parker? She really oh, that depends. She'd either be a Jess. Or like Saw for Sarah. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. I was thinking like Sarah's she did a nickname. Normally can like... stay, but... What? Sarah can be a full name here. That's one of the ones that doesn't necessarily get shortened. Yeah. But anything that's more than two syllables will get shortened. Yeah. But like, I just find like, so when Kim Cattrall was like talking about how Sarah Jessica Parker is like a really mean person, I was like, yeah, because everyone, she makes everyone call her Sarah Jessica. So I know she's a mean person. I know she is. Like, you pick one. 
pick one of those things and then we'll call yeah. you that. Yeah. So anyway, I, that's, I don't think Kimberly owes Kim anything. It feels like uh, Kim had Kimberly to be like an emotional donor to her or some sort. And this is her plans from the beginning. It's even weirder because she's got two older kids. And a younger one, I think. So, I feel resentful and she's not even like in my life. <laughs> yeah. You guys yeah. sit there and tell me there's no resentment. Yeah. It's like she picked a random kid and was like, you're not going to have a life. Come with me. Oh, That's goodness. weird. And also, yeah. if you're out here calling Britney Spears kids gold digger, stop it. They're like 15. Stop. <laughs> Literal children. Literal, Literal children. children. Leave them alone. Like, dude, they did not sneak into her uterus and were like, yeah, hit the jackpot. That's not what happened. So like she literally brought them into this world of her own volition. And that's what you, you have to take care of kids like that. And when yeah, they're 18, they just she, as innocent in the situation as she is like, even they more don't. so. And you know, not, how I, not, know? I met within the conservatorship. No, one would know what she's bossing about now, but like they are just as much as a victim as she is. And they don't know any better and they're children. So they don't probably understand how adults work yet. Yeah. And you know how I know they're already fucked up because they missed this dude that kicked in the door to get to them. And they had to have a, they had to have a, yeah. like I, okay. So I already know that shit's fucked up with you. I hope yeah. somebody put them and you got a bad dad. Your dad's the worst. Okay. But he's yeah, your no dad. No one thinks Kevin Federline's a good dad. No. And you I don't at least I was, collectively agree on that. When I was talking about it, I was like, I don't know if Kevin Federline's a good dad. I was like, actually, yes, I fucking do. He's a terrible father. And like, I'm sure he's nice, but he's a terrible father. He, he's not acting in anybody's best interest. He really let those, I cannot believe he did this shit. I hate him so fucking much. And like, I want him to get a job and then die in that order. That's what I want him <laughs> to do. <laughs> Sick of him. But please, guys. He's been their main parent their whole life. So they probably idolize him because he was the parent who was there. And in five years, they're going to, maybe less, they're going to realize that he was actually a pretty shit dad and they're going to go to therapy, hopefully. Oh, no. Right now, all their brains can handle is that they have a good parent and a bad parent. Probably. And or how about this? That they have a parent they feel safe with and one that can be erratic. Probably because people have her pumped up with drugs and like, it's just scary sometimes. Yeah. To be, or uncomfortable. I don't want to say scary. I don't don't think she's threatening anybody. I don't want to say that. But like, What's going to happen? Stability. Yeah, right. What's going to happen is they're going to go get married or something, and then they're going to be able to see inside of someone else's family. Yeah. And be like, oh, oh no, that's not, that's, this, n- no, this isn't what I did. This is weird. And, and they're going to, yeah. this is exactly what happened to my husband. He got inside my family and was like, so, um, you just like leave your purse. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get my stuff. And they're like, he's like, okay, yeah, that's wow. Okay. Okay, cool. He was like, I would have to explain to him basic shit and be like, no, like, obviously I talk about that's me every day, all the time. Like, so we'll be like, anyway, and then they did this horrible thing. And I'll be like, that's not a normal thing to do to your kids. Okay. I've learned something new today. I know when those, when those videos came out about those videos that mr federline released i fucking hate him when i was like guys i'm not shocked by these but you have to understand that i grew up in a home 
where if you fell asleep and you didn't do the dishes, it was perfectly acceptable for someone to beat you out of your sleep. Like, yeah. And no one was calling the police. And in fact, if you told someone that that happened, they'd be like, why did you do the dishes? Like, that's what they would be like, that's on you. Like, yeah. if you don't want to get completely. Yeah. And so yeah, I, the first time I saw those, I was like, that seems like nice parenting. I don't know what you guys are talking exactly. about. Since reflected and listened to people who know better than me. But. Exactly. But at least like I've done the work to know and I've done the work with my parents and, and obviously like my mom's like, you know, spanking does not work. I was like, I wish you realized that much earlier. She's like, me too. But I literally, it's like, I'm like, Oh, I just wish we could go in a time machine, but like, I've done the work to know that that was not what was supposed to happen. I've done the work with my parents. I've done, I've, I've done the work beloved. So I know that when I looked at that and I was like, "Mm, that doesn't seem too bad. I knew that was coming from fucked up me who like, it was perfectly acceptable for someone to scream. I'm stupid in the house. It was perfect. It was fine. I wasn't even supposed to react to that. If I started crying, then they would be like, she is so fucking sensitive. All she does is cry. Well, all you're doing is yelling at me and insulting me. So like, and you keep saying it's a joke, but why do you keep saying if it's a joke? Like, (laughs) so I, so if you looked, I, just to be clear, if you looked at those videos and you were kind of like, um, that doesn't seem so bad to me. I feel you. I also had the same situation. I would invite you. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying let's examine, let's, let's ask ourselves why we think that it's okay. That like yelling at children, cursing at children is okay. You know? And I'm sure Kevin's over there hitting them. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Kevin's over there. He's at least doing the level of what was in that video. Like, absolutely. Bottom tier. <laughs> absolutely. The worst parent. Somebody call CPS. No, don't call CPS on Kevin. Don't call CPS on celebrities. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> please don't call the police. So don't no, do anything. It's funny when you say stuff like that as like slang, but then you're like, oh no, I'm actually impacting like people's opinions. We're talking seriously. <laughs> yeah. Let, let me talk seriously, guys. I'm just, the only serious thing I wanted to say was that when I saw that tweet come across my line calling, my timeline calling her kids gold diggers i was like i don't i don't think that means what you think it means <laughs> so like like people people are required to take care of their children and it doesn't matter like when they turn 18 she is perfectly fine to be like i do i no longer want to be around you i'm no longer going to financially support you and they can say the same thing to her and it's fine and that's none of our business if that's what they said side is a family so i'm sorry again i'm off fucking topic but it's on topic too, okay? It is. You should just call this episode like the name of the episode that we just watched slash all the off-topicness in the yeah. world. <laughs> a little bit of that episode plus everything else. Yeah. So so Josie resents Jessica for not being around when she was doing cheer. I'm like, Josie, you should have come up with like a better story. <laughs> like, tell me about the time she came home drunk and hit you, please. That was a very stressful moment to watch because I'm a cheerleader at our first competitions in exactly one week and I'm very stressed about it. Is so anybody like, coming? Not- My dad's coming, yeah. Okay, okay. My mom was going to come, but she's sick. But um, but yeah, but I'm like, could you have not brought up something else? I am trying to relax. <laughs> Matilda, you're going to do great, okay? Thank you. You're going to be wonderful. You're going to do your best. And remember, you're competing with yourself and no one else in that room. Oh, thank you. Okay? It's going to be fine. Oh, I would say the same thing nice. to Josie, but she's too busy crying. 
because Jessica didn't come to the competition. Yeah, no, you're like, you. that's why I think she was just given that bag. I don't think she knew what was in there. And she was just like, I was a cheerleader. What if she was like, you weren't there. What if she was like, I wasn't a cheerleader. (laughs) Then she could have been like, I always wanted to be a cheerleader. Oh, you know what? We need to get you producing on reality TV shows. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) I'm very good at coming up with on the spot excuses. It's one of my strengths. You're quick. You're quick. Yeah. Um, Nat- Natalie, Natalie resents her mother because when she's like started this Hollywood career after screaming, I run LA on Bad Girls Club for like like 20 episodes, getting into random cars, hitting people, being called ugly because she had a really big chin at one point. She's shaved it down. But she said her mother did not like come to events and she's just all alone. And her mother's name is Karen. Karen says, don't worry, I'll be there now. I'll be there 100% now. Matilda, we know Karen wasn't there for Natalie because her own mother was ill and she was taking care of her. Her mother died a week before filming started. When she's saying, I'll be there 100% now, and they hug, it's like, thank God grandma died so we don't have to take care of her anymore literally it's and also i mean like i guess if it's a big event like it would be nice to have your parent there but i don't know if you're just being like a solid in hollywood as an adult does your mom need to be there that much like why would your mom be going to hollywood parties exactly like if unless you- it's like a launch for something you're doing or something really exciting i get that but i'm like your mom's not your plus one constantly that's weird she's like she wanted sheena's mom from vanderpump rules she wanted a person that shows up to all the parties, all the events, stays there all the entire time. And I find it to be very weird. Even if my kid was having like a birthday party at a club or something, and they're like in their 20s, I would have had like birthday lunch with them because I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in the club with you? Yeah, that's well, I'm even in a weird spot with that because my siblings are so much older than me. So I'm like, that's right. Uh, when I turned 21, I was like, well, you guys could come. Do you want to come for like the first three hours with your kids and like we'll have some snacks and stuff? Yes. Like they definitely like, they met my friends. It was really lovely, but like they didn't stay that late. No. Cause then you tell me they have like a group chat that you're not a part of where you talk about <laughs> yeah. taxes yeah. and daycare. And what and restaurants stuff. they go into and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, look, I get it, but and you're like, why am I not in it? And they're it's also named after their last name and it's different than yours. Yeah, and that's not even all of their last names. My, oh. my um my the middle sister of that lot changed her name to our mother's maiden name, which isn't my mother's maiden name. Like my, it was her maiden name. I was like, it's not my mother's last name anymore. It's truly a bizarre decision that we don't understand. But um, here we are. <laughs> well, it's her name, I guess. Everyone name in so. my family has different last names. I don't know what it's like to have a full sibling. This is just my reality. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us don't know what that's like. Yeah. It's fine. I'm like you, your your sibling has like the same mom and dad as you. That's weird. I don't like it. Yeah. What? Well, oh, your your parents like kept doing it. Why? No. Like, why? <laughs> I thought they'd break up and get to with new people and give you half siblings. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I, but uh, like, I I I I think Natalie thinks she wanted Karen there, but if Karen were there, she'd be like, "Why are you here?" Yeah. Well, she probably just wants more emotional support. But she can't figure that out. And she thinks she wants her mom's physically there. 
Yeah, she's probably what she wants. Like right now, I can call my mom pretty much anytime and she'll just answer the phone, be like, what happened? And then I'll be like, this person got fired at work. And like, I'm feeling bad, but not bad. And she's like, don't feel bad. They got themselves fired. Like we have like a 20 minute conversation and she's like, all right, call me back after your haircut. Okay. And like, that's what yeah. she wants. But I also think they fight too much for that. You know? I, yeah, you can't be seeking comfort from a person that you have that volatile relationship with. And Natalie's got a hair trigger. When we look at the stuff for next week where she like bust in a fucking door and I'm like, this is Natalie, this is not that type of show, babe, because <laughs> I really wanted to click on next episode, but I didn't because I thought I'd get them confused in my head. Mm, I'm, I'm ready for the next episode, but I'm going to watch it after this. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but. I feel like I feel like um, if Natalie's mother said something to her that just didn't fit into what she wanted to hear, she would like lose it. 100%. Yeah. So you can't be that close. You really can't. Um, Heidi, listen, Heidi says she's upset because her family wasn't there for her wedding and didn't approve of her marriage. Darlene's like, you kept telling me that wedding was just for TV. So <laughs> why would I have been that? Yeah. Darlene should have never filmed on the hills. Never. No. Because I was thinking about this because I was listening to your last episode, obviously. And like, as as the parent on a reality show, you're just not going to get a good edit. No. Like truly, unless you're just like, hey, I brought some cake. Bye. Like, yeah. you're just not. You got to be in the background of the party scene and they give you a little Chiron. Yeah. You don't, you certainly don't do talking heads. You don't yeah. have extensive scenes. Don't, don't. And also... Heidi, fuck you for like getting a whole new face and presenting it to the person who gave you the first face on camera and expecting her to react perfectly right away. That's a setup. But it's also too much of a storyline of this. Like they say exactly <laughs> like that's the only conflict they've ever had. No, because that was 10 years ago and you guys still aren't close. So what the fuck? Yeah. Tell me what happened. Uh, like she just had to have, like what did Spencer call your mom at Thanksgiving? Just tell us. Yeah. Um, Heidi's got two kids now, and that's really interesting to me. I wonder. Yeah, I Googled her after this to be like, where is she at? And it was like, Heidi shows off how to drink while being a cool mom. And I was like, okay. All right. So you should call yourself a cool mom. You're not one. Just yeah. so you know. Exactly. Wanting to be the cool mom is the least cool thing you would ever want. So, uh, like, just letting you know, all the moms out there, as soon as you, as soon as you try to be a cool mom, you're not a cool mom. As soon as you say, I'm the cool mom, even if you were, it's gone now. Or it's like that person you thought was the cool mom as the child. You look back and you're like, oh, you were just neglecting your child. Oh no, absolutely. Like, like we were allowed to run around your house and play loud music and eat all like the lollies in the fridge because you just weren't there. Like that was Yeah. It. Yeah. Like I was, I'm, I, so many people that I follow on Twitter are like a smidge older than me. So they're like, you know, kids don't play outside anymore. I'm like, one, you don't have any kids because yes, they fucking do. And like, they absolutely play outside all the time. But two, yeah. remember, we all played outside and some of us aren't here because we were playing outside. We were yeah. at construction sites. We were snatched up. Uh, my kids are playing down the way and with a, this two, my two oldest boys, two black boys, and they they play with these other, these three black boys. And so it's five of them, they're playing. And I'm not saying they're not rowdy because they're, they're all like 11, 12 years old, right? Okay. Yeah. So. And there's five of them. 
it's five of them. So they're loud. And, and I'm sure that they're like in people's lawns sometimes, but a guy came outside and said he was calling the police and he was going to kill them if they stepped on his lawn. And this is why I don't like my kids to be outside because people are crazy. And so I'm just like, like the, like your, your parents are supposed to protect you, not overprotect you, not put you in a bubble and never let anything happen to you, but they're supposed to say things like, no, you can't be outside at midnight. You're seven, please come in the house. You know, they're supposed to say things like that. They're not supposed to let you drink when you're 12. They're it's, this is not. And like, why do you need to be cool to your kids anyway? What are you trying to get from them? You don't need your children's approval like that. It's weird. Yes, that approval. And like, the thing is, kids fucking love you, okay? I keep telling you guys this, even if your your parents abuse you, I grew up in traumatic situations. I love the fuck out of my parents. Yeah, I second the sentiment. (laughs) there's There's nothing you could do to make me not care about my parents. And I'm sorry, like, I understand there are people that it happens to because they they go through something and they need to separate and that's perfectly fine. I think that's a perfectly fine thing to do. But like kids on default will love the fuck out of you. All you got to do is try a little bit and they will love you. So why do you also have to be cool? Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't quite understand how people's brains are wild like that, but I don't like it. Yeah, and then some kid ODs at your house because you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> Then your ass is in jail because you're cool. (laughs) I mean, I am my niece's favorite aunt, but. No, no, no. That's different. Different because I don't have to be that in charge of them. No, that's I just have to make sure they don't hurt themselves or each other until another adult's in the room. I keep telling people being the aunt, being the girlfriend of the dad, whatever, is just like, hey, girl. Let's eat some candy. <laughs> like, and you don't have to get involved in it. Let those parents deal with that shit. Let those parents argue and see what's right for them. You're just the cool person that's like doing makeup with them. Exactly. Watching TikToks, having a great time, and carrying your ass home. Keep it yeah. up. <laughs> and I'm because I'm only, well, I'm 13 years older than my oldest niece, but I'm 19 years younger than my sister, who is her mother. Oh, wow. So at Christmas, last Christmas, me and my oldest niece were just hanging out listening to Ariana Grande while everyone else was doing stuff. And I was like, man, in like another six years, this is going to be a great Christmas. <laughs> Did you, when you were born, were your siblings like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So they well, were they like anti Matilda? <laughs> like at first? I assume so. They've never said that as explicitly, mm-hmm. but my parents' relationship was just very toxic. It was a very toxic household for my siblings. Like mm-hmm. my my older sister who didn't live at home because she was 19 when I was born, like got out the minute she could. Like all my siblings literally left like the day they graduated sort of thing. Oh. Um, but I was lucky. I was very, very loved by all of them once I was here. But I can only imagine once I found out my mom was pregnant, they were like, God fucking damn it. Yeah. My- oh, they were like, we have to bring a baby into this situation. My husband, my husband was 22 when his youngest sibling was born. Oh, and like, that's rough. he just went to the hospital. Like this is the story they tell in his family. He went to the hospital, yelled a lot at his mom and left. And like, they didn't see him for two years because he was so yes. fucking mad about this no. fucking kid. <laughs> he was like, you are not, this is not happening. You, cause he has like, um, he has six sisters. And then his brother was born when he was 22. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. 
No, no, no. I thought the factory was closed. And he's the oldest. He was so oh, fucking God. He was like, he and like he loves his brother, obviously, but like no, the, I'd be mad. I'm 24. My parents they can't physically, but if they had a kid now, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then you're also thinking, oh, this bitch is gonna die. And I'm gonna have to take care of that fucking kid because they're gonna have to be like, even though you have your mom and your dad, you you're going to have your older siblings longer and they're so much yeah. older than you that at some point they're good. You're going to have to lean on them in certain ways because well, I heard my sister did literally have custody of me. For oh, that's right. Years, so. That's right. <laughs> I've already been there, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so, but like even when my mom, so my parents really sadly had a stillborn three years before me Aww. and then yeah, with me, I was a very, very high-risk pregnancy. My mom spent almost, I was three months early. And oh, she spent- Wow. Yeah, and she spent about two months before I was born in hospital. So I cannot imagine the conversations of my like teenage siblings were having at this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean- Yeah, I'm just like, which one of us is taking this baby uh, when yeah. our mother dies? Um, Not it. <laughs> I don't want yeah. anything. <laughs> Yeah, my like 13 year old brother being like, I wanted to go to school um, yeah. and read a comic book. Yeah, but that's like, so my kids, even though I didn't like give birth to them, my oldest was born when I was 30. And people always talk about like, you know, you don't want to be an old mom. You don't want to be. Yes, you fucking do. Because I did so much shit in my 20s. I <laughs> fucked everybody I want to fuck who want to fuck me. I moved across the state. I moved across the country. Literally, I just decided a couple of weeks earlier, just pack my shit and go to another city. I did it all. Every fucking thing I wanted to do, every irresponsible thing I want to do, I did it all because I did not have a kid chasing me around when I was 25 years old. And now that I'm old and my knees hurt and I want to be at home, like someone asked me at work today, they were like, well, what are you going to do this week? And I was like, well, I'm going to throw myself on the couch on Friday night. On Monday morning, I'm going to get off the couch, take a shower and come back here. (laughs) What fun things do you think I do on the weekend? But now that I'm old, I get to like do old people stuff and hang around these kids. And people will say, and now I have money. Yo, I was so broke in my 20s. I used to be so poor. Now I can just like buy shit. I could just do stuff. Bunny told me I was the richest mommy she ever had because I was at the Popeyes. I was like, money. I'm just getting chicken girl. Don't, don't get excited. She's like, yeah, but you just swipe your card. I was like, that is true. That is true. This is not going to overdraw my account, but it would have when I was 20. So, yeah. like, no, I so have like, to constantly remind myself. I'm like, my mom had two children by the age I am now. Yes. Um, no wonder she is. I mean, not in a lot of other reasons, but I'm like, that probably isn't a great contributor to her mental health. My mom had all her kids by the time she was 23. she had all her kids and that's why I talk about like when when I was an infant my mom got into a fight at someone's at Kmart and I don't know if you have Kmart's there but just think a low budget technically do but it's a it's it's this name it's it's different store we're saying with Target we have like the same name but it's a completely different store it's so Kmart's so fucking low budget my mother's fighting a woman in Kmart she can't fight with me in her arms so she hands me to a stranger fights the woman then has to go figure out where the fuck I am. And she's like, oh, oh, that's my baby. Thanks for holding her. I just had to, you know, box. <laughs> and, like, like, and so I'm so happy that when I was doing 
I obviously wasn't finding people in Kmart. But when I was doing dumb, dumb, dumb shit, I wasn't like, oh, now I got to go pick my kid up. (laughs) So maybe the fact that your mom had you a little older is not so bad. You know what I mean? I know it didn't save you. No, but I definitely... I definitely think it, a different relationship, but in some ways better. Yeah, in some ways. It, it just depends. And I, I bet your siblings have a different mom than you had. Well, just... my therapist actually says this all the time. She's like, even if you guys didn't have a different dad and a giant age gap, like your parent is a different parent to every sibling. Yep. All... And that is just how it is going to be because every person is different. Every person reacts differently to things. My brothers, like if I would be like, hey, remember that time that... um. Like, you know, mom had to go to rehab. They'd be like, why the fuck are you even talking about that? I don't even remember that. They they were like, no, I don't remember that. Stop talking about it. Like my brothers are so fucking different than I am. They, they, they have different parents than I had. They have different lifestyles. Like one of my brothers would be like, so what? We're supposed to sit around and cry about it. (laughs) And I'm like, no, but I mean, don't you remember? Or other things I will remember. They'll be like that. Why? They're like, that. we never even lived there. What are you saying? I'm like, yes, we were there. I have a picture of, they're like ripping a picture out of my hand. No, we didn't. <laughs> like they're different people than I am. And they have different relationships with my parents. And it just, it just is what it is. Yeah. It's sibling dynamics are weird, but you know, yeah. they're, they're who you're going to have in your life for most of your life. So that is true. You'll have them longer than your parents. Mm. Yeah. And you don't share kids with them. I mean, you shouldn't. Well, unless you're <laughs> Definitely one of the royals. Shouldn't. Unless you're one yeah. of the royals, then maybe you do. I saw a tweet oh. where they were like, she's with her prince now. And they're like, you mean her cousin? That's yeah. who she's with? Yeah. Her Nazi cousin? Oh. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. As much as I, I mean, I hate the royal family, but I'm enjoying these memes, I must admit. It's fun. It's, it's crazy fun. here because we're, we're still under the monarchy. They put up like signs in the local shopping mall to be like, r.i.p the queen she never went there she doesn't care like I... they might be getting a public holiday though so that would be nice but like oh, our nice. parliament suspended for two weeks all our national landmarks got lit up last night she doesn't oh, care about australia i bet she didn't even remember we existed like no i got the pleasure of telling someone that australia started as a prison colony and they were like that is not true i was like yes you would get in trouble and they'd be like go to australia yeah well and- that's how wide australia started but White Australia. Oh, that's right. You know yeah, what? Because we're correct. Yeah. Because indigenous people were already there, and yeah. all these criminals showed up, and they were like, "What the fuck? Get back on that!" Boat. <laughs> Literally. No, <laughs> I was telling this to someone the other day, and they were like, "But Australia's just had a monarchy for so long," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, for two hundred years, which for a person is a long time, but Not for you know, quote unquote, Australia's existed for thousands of years. Yeah, and true. It's doing a lot better without a monarchy. <laughs> Can you tell me is the like the queen's not on your money is she no she is so she now have- that guy with the big ears yep. is gonna be on your money yep what happens to your old money you can still use it though right yeah no there's been some debate about this and a lot of false news but it seems that yeah it's still gonna be in circulation but it's just gonna be all new coins and i think she's only on our five dollar bill it's okay. gonna be like when the new ones get printed they'll have okay. a child okay. on the back that makes sense. Which I'm like, that seems I apologize for like advice, literally but... knowing nothing. But it's... again, I was very shocked that you're already in tomorrow. So <laughs> like, 
I'm still grappling was, with that. Truly, the bar is so low for people who aren't Australian. When I was in London, and just like quick trigger warning for everyone for like a racist thing that I saw happen. But this woman was talking to me. One, me and my friend who was also queer in a gay bar. And this group of three straight women came up to us. And they were like, are you guys together? And we were like, no. Um, and they were like, oh, we just love gay bars. Aren't they so fun? And we were like, yeah, well, without you guys here. And then <laughs> one of them was like, oh, you're Australian. Is it true that? And then said a slur for Aboriginal people can just kill whoever they want there. What? And I was like, no, what do you mean? What? I was like, no, we're, we're a normal place. No one can just kill people. That's not what I think of Australia. I just think of you guys. No, have, I do, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, the bar is truly on the floor. I think you have like the most lethal animals in nature on earth. Like you guys. And I just think of you guys like outside all the time. That's what I think. I think no, you all have. Tans. I live in a an apartment building. I am very. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, well, like that's... there are deadly animals, but like not near me. I don't know. You guys have bears. Those are scarier, to be honest. Yeah, that's right. Bears are real, and they just come to your house. I've seen so many exactly. people like See, opening their car. The bears will only there. attack you if like you accidentally step on them. Like a mm. snake is terrified of you. Mm. Bears will just do what they want. And I also think like. When it makes, I, I think it makes sense that like all these wild, like super animals you guys have are like in the, in the, in the wilderness. Like they're exactly. not, they're not the grocery store, but y'all still have like the scariest things on earth all live in Australia. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of badass. I mean, you should like. <laughs> well, my should... cheerleading team is spider themed. So. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm really hoping the other teams will be like scared of spiders and we're going to like throw them off. <laughs> I I hope so too. I hope that you like scare all the other teams out of there and you guys yeah. win by default. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, everyone else went home for some reason. <laughs> Here's your trophies. I hope that uh, happens. We can only you. hope. Yeah, we yeah. can only hope. All right, so... Later when they're eating, this is when Chris is doing all that talking about how she, Doug wanted her first, according to her. I bet yeah, Doug I would mean, dispute this. I don't believe it. And she shouldn't say it. Correct. Even if it was true, why are you saying that? Like, what do you yeah. get from that? Because she's in competition with Courtney at all times. It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. And like, it, it's, it's. I bet, I wonder if Courtney, I'm, I'm sure Courtney realizes it now, but I wonder if they, when they were younger, realized that they were in constant competition with their mother. I don't, I know that here at least, because they seem to so still want their mother's love. Yeah. Because of course you do, because that's natural, but in a way where they haven't seemed to deal with any of the trauma their mother put them through. Yeah. Yeah. And they ask, they, everyone asks Krista, like, um, Hey babe. Um so you just gave away your kid? And Chris was like, well, somebody needs to take care of her. Yeah, you, the parent. Yeah. And then Krista starts talking, and she's using she pronouns with her because this is what we were at the time. But Krista actually says, You should see our room. She did this and she did that. And Courtney screams mom get up because even if chris is talking about something small it feels like what she wants is to embarrass courtney like what she wants is for them whatever they've done 
whatever they've, whatever's going on, she wants to make sure that Courtney looks bad. Like it's, it's small digs. And she knows how to push Courtney's buttons. So Courtney becomes more of a freak show and therefore she gets more attention from it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chris would be like, he tried to murder them on this reality show. I was going to get more views. Like, yeah. Yeah. And producers probably producers were probably in their ear. Right. Talking to Courtney yeah. being like, yeah, your mom's out there saying that Doug always wanted her more. And he just took you. Cause that's all that was left, <laughs> which, which is ridiculous. I, cause I believe Doug is um, a pedophile. I, I mean, maybe I, and maybe that's too harsh for some people, but I think no, that, I, I'd agree with that. I think that if you, if you are even open to dating someone, if you're a grown person and I, and I understand there's nuance to this, you could be 19 and you go to school with this person and they're 15 or something. I, I know there's gray areas. Okay. There's nuances. There's conversations to be had, but if you're a grown ass man and you are attracted to someone in high school, I, I implore you to get some therapy. This is not, yeah. this is, this is inappropriate. And, uh, even if I somehow find, like, sometimes I'm watching TV shows or I'm being like that little boy, that boy is so cute. And I'm like, wait, how old is that guy? 20. No, no, no. I'm not watching this anymore. <laughs> like, I, because my next thought is like, I, this is inappropriate. <laughs> like, I don't like, I, I would never. And then, and then noticing that someone's attractive and then trying to be with them are two separate things. Yes. So you could easily say that person's pretty. I noticed that person's really attractive, but also like, let me slide in the DMs of a 16 year old is gross. Yes. And I made um, a TikTok recently that was literally just like a slideshow of famous people who have dated underage people or like people who are like 19, you know, like were underage for all the sense of purposes except for the legal ones. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, adult adults, not like 21 year olds. Anyway, and the amount of comments I got that were like, well, I was 16 when I started dating my 24-year-old boyfriend and now we're married and have seven kids and it's actually really beautiful. No. And I'm like, not- um, babes, maybe don't throw a dump right here and go to therapy instead. Yeah. Like, it's and actually, I'm sorry, but- it may, have, it may have turned out fine for you, but you have, were taken advantage of. That's what yeah. happened. So I, even if you made lemons, even if you made lemonade out of lemons, someone should have, been someone should have said hey this 24 year old is not allowed to be in this yeah and certainly if he was 51 yes and also like their acting coach like it's (sighs) it's layers on layers apparently they only met over like skype or zoom at first and they just Mm -hmm. talked a bit I don't believe that. I feel like it was like an arranged marriage. I feel like maybe they had like one Zoom call and then Doug was like, I'm going to fly out to you. And then did. And then like Krista drove Courtney over to his hotel room and left them there for like two days. And then then was like, oh, uh, they want to get married. so dark and it's so dark this is something happened like five years ago like not 
this was too recent. Yeah, it is too fucking recent. But you know, Krista again, Krista doesn't like think anything she's doing is wrong. So the exercise of the week is for them to be pretend, pretend to be interviewed by the press, like half of the. I guess I guess it's the mothers, right? The mothers are being interviewed. Yeah, yeah, and then we're getting like reaction and, and basically right. And Krista's first. She claims she doesn't sell stories. She just gives them away for free, and that's fine. And Karen says that when people learn that she's Natalie's mom, they they're like, well. First, they say Natalie's ugly. <laughs> I was like, what? That's not, why would you repeat that? Then they say Natalie's a brawler and I didn't raise her that way. I'm like, Karen, don't say that. <laughs> don't fucking, if someone told me my kid was ugly, I would roundhouse their ass. And then, <laughs> and then I would never tell my kid. They'd be like, mom, why are you in jail? <laughs> like, well, something happened out there. Um, so like, she, I feel like most of the time she's explaining that her daughter's kind of famous. Like, how many people in her social mm. circle would just know who her daughter is? Correct. You think she gets mobbed at the store? No. Yeah, I'm like, your daughter's not, I don't know, who's a super famous person? Why is every celebrity name like my head? Your daughter's not Taylor Swift, you know? Like, it's not. Exactly. There, People know. I don't know. I. Uh, you're right. I Like, the fact that people find out is like, mm. Karen, yeah, I'm like, people. I bet this has happened to you twice. Yeah. <laughs> Unsolicited. Also, she like Natalie was like standing next to you. And they were like, I think I know that yeah. girl. Exactly. Yeah. Cassie talks about basically being 10 when all the like I know that I I sometimes diminish it that it's basically just like this dude left you, but there was so much press and paparazzi, and you went from having a pretty normal life with your boyfriend and your kids and a kind of a stepdad and like suddenly like you couldn't go to the store without people like taking pictures of you guys and being like look how sad they look now they don't have a daddy anymore like that yeah and that must have been so hard as a kid that and she's 10 situation. and just and like losing a step parent is already a weird hard thing to go through for a lot of people well like, just on itself they're implying like, that Cassie doesn't have like a relationship with her dad. Cause like, yeah, the, the way they're in that Kevin was like a surrogate dad to her. So she lost two dads. Yeah. There's, um, I always think of this cause I've, I don't know if you've read Lily Allen's autobiography, oh. but she talks about, it's really, I, well, I'm Lily Allen's fan, but I really liked it. But, um, she talks as a teenager that she had a stepdad who she like, she really liked and was attached to, but her older half sister was like, ha- like fought with him, like had no interest in like, having any relationship and she's like I couldn't understand it at the time but now I realize that was her second stepdad like she'd already played this game and was like I'm not getting attached to this man who I know isn't gonna stay with my mom like yeah and that's only the sort of thing you can realize like as an adult not as a small child right right and I don't know who I loved when I was 10 I can't even remember I was such a weird fucking kid it was probably Bob Newhart but like (laughs) if (laughs) if Bob Newhart stole my dad, like, and then I have to be like, like, do I just not like Bob Newhart anymore? Or do you like, and then it's an endless media cycle forever. Like, yeah. And then like your dad comes back and he's like, first of all, he looks better. He's got, he's someone's buying him clothes and he's got, you know, security with him now and shit like that. And you're like, dude, you said you were going to the store and you went on tour. Yeah. And I miss probably the you? weirdness of like America hates Kevin Federline 
fair yeah. enough but that's like your father figure who while you're angry at you still probably want to defend from the world yeah yeah and then because again like we just talked about with the stand culture there are people that are like well Shar wasn't taking care of her man if she yeah. would take care you know and so like they're talking shit about your mom saying she's greedy because and she you're wants- literally 10 years old yeah you're literally 10 years old when all this is happening pretty Spears is the most famous person in the fucking world she's so fucking famous at this point yeah 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 she's been through a lot shit that like i can't even like empathize with like there's no way i could even like picture it no because that's such a weird experience to have had that only she has really had like three people have had this experience in their entire lives like you know what i mean yeah it's really weird so Darlene says the headline about Heidi is true. And I was like, Darlene, like, you don't have to say it. You're not under oath. You, wh- she just thinks Heidi's listening to the wrong people. And I'm like, you're talking about Spencer, but okay. Jessica, cause they asked Jessica about Josie's. Um, and again, this is such dick writing to name that girl Josie after Jose when you're the one <laughs> like, that's so like, don't do that, guys. Don't do that. You should have yeah. named her my Jessica number two. My mom actually wanted to name my brother after his dad. And his dad said, no. Why? I don't know. It, that's not great. But he was just like, no, I don't want my kid named after me. Did he have, like, was, this, was the kid already, was your brother already born? No. Oh, yeah, probably. Because my mom never found out the sex of her children until they were born. Okay. So I'm just saying, what if you're, what if he looked at, your brother and was like bad vibes. I don't want to name that for me. Traded <laughs> <laughs> him. Sorry. He's like literally. An my infant. brother will never hear this. It's fine. I can <laughs> that he's he's like fresh out the puss, like a literal infant, and your and not your dad. His dad looks down and goes, I don't know, bad vibes, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't name that to me. I don't want to be like associated with that. <laughs> so fucking rude. <laughs> uh, I would not pause them. Yeah, my siblings' dad refused to come to my sister's wedding because he wanted to go to Europe instead. What was he, he wanting? Like, over, a, over a year in advance, she invited him. Like, vacation? Yeah. Yeah, just as a holiday. Oh, my God. What? He's... That man okay. is dead to me. I met him once in my whole life. I was 11 years old. And after I saw him, I said, goodbye, have a nice life. And everyone told me I was being rude. But I was right. I've never seen him again. Okay, listen. You were 11. Everybody <laughs> in that room was, like, over 25. Like, you're... <laughs> you're like the kid actor that's like yeah never gonna see you again and the audience laughs (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i knew it i knew what was happening well you know so he had bad vibes that's what i I see it on you sir (laughs) and i don't like it all right so jessica doesn't want to comment on josie's dui she says i don't want to talk about that they give her some shit about it at first i'm like that's exactly what you should be saying. If a person in the press came up to me and like, I want to ask questions about your kid, I'd be like, no comment. I'm not Especially talking like about like a legal kid. situation. Yeah, this is even a legal situation. Like literally, I will never, I'm not commenting on this, but Josie runs off and is like, it's okay, go ahead and talk, mom. And so she explains that Josie wasn't drunk. She was just taking pills, probably not as prescribed, but they were prescribed, so it got dropped, so... But even is you can't drive after having benzos, can you? Like I don't think so. That's why it says don't operate heavy machinery. 
Well, I always thought heavy machinery was like a bulldozer. Yeah, I, everyone <laughs> does, but I think it does just mean like a car. It does mean a car. I, I was an adult. Like, why do they say it like that? Then? then why do they say it like that? I think it's for brevity. Like, yeah, but, like legal reasons. Like when someone says making nuts and it's like it says like your car yeah. or a chainsaw. <laughs> like that for covers, example. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I you know. She, I, I don't know. I mean, she might have been like anything could have been happening, or it could have been nothing. It really is possible. Did you see that Kim Zolciak's uh, youngest daughter got into a car accident and and she was like, I don't, I, she wasn't drinking, she was high, and she's like eighteen or whatever. It was all this drama about it. And I was like, dude, first of all, she's not that bright, and second of all. She was probably drunk and high. Probably both of them. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? I think everybody's high. Oh. I would just be like, to one of my kids, I'd be like, are you high? And they'd be like, no, I'm six. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what you do in your room. You're in there a that lot. It's good to be suspicious. You never know. Yeah, just check. Checking under beds and in false bottoms of the drawers. I'm, I'm looking. So but I just assume everybody's high. I assume everybody's getting high without me. Cause I don't do drugs and like no one's ever Matilda. No one's ever offered me any drugs ever in my entire fucking life. That's no one amazing. Has, no one has ever said, do you want some of these drugs? They mostly were like, Hey, can you stand here? We're going to go do some drugs. Okay. We'll be back. Wow. I was like, okay, well I'll hold the purses. That's fine. It's not a big deal. Don't invite me to that bathroom stall to do Coke with all five of you in there giggling. And I'm just out here. There is nothing worse than when you really need to pee in a bar or a club and then like five people come out of a stall and you're like, fuck, I just wanted to pee. Yeah. I don't even want to hear your coat. The other night. This is why I think clubs should have separate rooms for illegal activities because I don't want them taking up the bathroom. They should. They should have like, you know how Target has the family bathrooms? Yeah. They should have a Coke bathroom. Or yeah, a- that's what I think. And you guys go in there and I'm going to go pee in here. I had like three iced teas. I need to pee exactly i don't know i think people just realize i'm like a nerd i think that's what it is they're like "Ah." you have anti-drug vibes yeah i have like i don't know i have like old soul vibes like i've been like an old lady since i was like 10 years old and so they were like don't offer her any she's gonna call a cop don't don't (laughs) i i'm i'm like fuck the police guys i wouldn't call a cop at all but also i probably wouldn't have any but no one's ever offered any drugs and but i just assume everybody's high all the time you know, either legally or illegally. I just feel like people always have substances or some sort. Well, yeah. I guess how would you ever know? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Bunny knows how to cook heroin. <laughs> She's like fucking telling you about some shit. And I was like, is she describing cooking heroin? Yeah. She's she's been out, she's been out in the world more than I have. Oh, that's so funny. It's so, that's so funny, but also terrible. Bunny's had a whole motherfucking life. I adore Bunny, but I often have to tell her, like, hey, I know you were, like, 22 in your previous life, but you're nine. You, no. <laughs> no, we're not oh. doing that. Sorry. I'm glad she is you in your gymnastic classes now. <laughs> My God, she's so good in them. And she's, guys, Bunny's so fucking clumsy in real life. Like, she just ripped, like, we have one of those pull-out trash cans that come out of the cabinet. I just oh, came yeah. to the barbershop with my kids. The fucking cabinet is in shambles on the ground. I was like, Bunny, what happened? She was like, I tried to throw something away. 
I was like, I believe you actually, because you, you, you're so fucking. She, she falls over her own feet, but when she does gymnastics, she's so like, I don't know. She's just like really beautiful, and she has beautiful extension mm-hmm. and stuff, and she seems so happy, and it's something she can do. And when she was a foster kid, one of the things she wanted very badly was to go to like a gymnastics or a cheer class, but I had to get a waiver sign. You have to sign a waiver. And I wasn't, I was, although I was technically her consenter, I can't consent to something like that. So they had to go through like all these channels and then talk to her bio parents. Cause while you still have parental rights, you do, you still have parental rights. Yeah. So you still get to the, like, it's not this is your kid so they asked her and she said no and I think she said no just because out of spite or like she's you know she didn't want bunny to to like I don't know have a lot of fun I there was a lot of weird things that I also understand but also I'm like come on just let her be happy and so the whole time she was in foster care she could not do those things and so now that she's not and she's I'm, I'm like so happy for her. And she, Matilda, she really thinks she's going to the Olympics. She's got a little list of questions. She's going to talk to Simone Biles. She said, she's going to tell her she was in foster care too. And she's adopted too. And she has ADHD too. And like, she's going to cry. (laughs) So cute. So many fucking plans. And I love that for her. She's actually in a lot of trouble right now, but I'm not going to take gymnastics from her because I just feel like it's like a place where she is. It's just her. She's so free. She's doing something that she's really good at. I don't know. We went to her showcase and I brought her brothers with her. And Turtle was like, she, Bunny goes to do a little flip thing. And Turtle gasps and goes, I thought she was going to get hurt. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, no, she's been practicing. And he's like, I didn't know she was doing all this here. <laughs> so I yeah, but she can also cook heroin just in case you want to, in case you she need to like. has multi-talented skills. Yeah, I mean, she what probably finds a vein resume. Yeah, she's like, I know where your good veins are. Give me your toes. Come here, let me show you. <laughs> she's very good Could at Could be stuff. good in an emergency. <laughs> you Could didn't need to frame it correctly. Could be. I just feel like this is what we were talking about earlier when I think about Courtney and I think about kids in general. Like, I just feel like, we should there's so much of this world in which we're not protected at all like like we're just expected to be adults really at 18 people are just like yeah go off and do whatever and so when we're young let's be protected let's let let them act like babies my 12 year old has a teddy bear he tried to take to school and my husband was like they're gonna kill him and I was like no he goes to one of those nerd schools they're not but (laughs) I'm like you know, when I was 12, I've had my period. I was like a grown ass woman and, and turtle like, like stuffed animals. And I'm not going to fucking take them from him in two years. He's going to be 14. And he's going to be like, I do not want these things, but <laughs> let him have it. You got to keep it while you can. I know. But I feel like Kristen was the opposite, you know, in Jeanette's book, when she talks about how her mother helped her become, um, have an ED, um, I, I can see Krista doing something like that yeah you know in fact courtney's like puking all night she said she's been puking all day but i was like i don't know if that's true but fine it's also at least the footage seems to just be that one bit yeah i feel like if they had other footage they would have used it 
Yeah, that's what I thought too. And Chris is like the worst. Like if I ever this get sick with Tilda. insufferable to watch. If she's in the room, get her out. Yeah. Get her fucking out. I'm like, you are making Courtney sick. I don't yeah. know how, but that's just your being is what's happening here. Uh, Munchausen by proxy. That's what they yeah. call that. Uh, Courtney, do not eat shit your mother gives you. Because I'm, I wouldn't put it above Krista. I just wouldn't. No, absolutely so, not. So, she literally sold her child. We're going to draw the line of poisoning? Correct. So she's like saying the most unhelpful stuff. Like, do you want me to leave? Take your shirt off. Take it off. You yeah. can be pregnant. Like, oh, pregnant? you could be pregnant. There's no indication that she's pregnant except that she's throwing up. It's like yeah. in a rom-com when someone yes. throws up and then you're like, oh, they're pregnant. Like, that's Meanwhile, not the only sign. <laughs> food poisoning is a thing. Yeah. Like, and also I'll and throw up if I even, IBS. Like, I'll throw up if I even know someone's throwing up. So like, I'll yeah. be like, oh, here I go. So, <laughs> so yeah, like, I, but Krista is like, super unhelpful she's running out to the hallway being like i have to call the paramedics i have to call the paramedics and i was like they absolutely did not need to call it okay okay matilda i thought i was being a bitch i was like i was like do you have to call the paramedics if someone's throwing don't you just need to make sure they have fluids in them and yeah well look if courtney had been like let's just say courtney had been throwing up all day yeah i think i wouldn't say it's incorrect to take them to the emergency room just for like electrolytes and things like that mm-hmm. like making sure nothing like that is out of balance but you do not need to be calling an ambulance and you yeah. do not need to be acting as dramatic as Chris- Kristen is acting and being like oh well Courtney could die like she's just so small like I think it's fine calm down when Krista said so the, the paramedics get there by the way Krista runs down the hall and goes she's um, i have to call the paramedics she's got a purse i need a, is there a landline everyone else is just sitting there like i don't know what the fuck that's about and just like no one goes to help no one does anything so the yeah, paramedics I realize that corny's like well it obviously seems really horrible to be throwing up that much it's not a 911 situation yeah people abuse 911 is it 911 in australia no it's triple zero but so many people have called 911 it redirects you now oh triple zero makes a lot more sense I know, right? Because it's the one number and you just, it's at the bottom of the screen. And yeah. it's not like something you'd ever be putting in three zeros for anything, any, like anywhere other situation. That's such a better, that's such a better idea. Thank you. Because I think so too. But also I could be confirmation bias. What, why are people calling 911 then? Because that's- they panic. Well, one, they might just be stupid and they've seen, because the thing about Australia is really sadly, we don't have a lot of like Australian media. Okay. Um, like almost every movie here is American or British and like same mm. for TV shows. And it's like the channels that like are on free to air TV have to show a certain amount of Australian content. But now mm. that like streaming happens, like like there's no unscripted Australian content that's really popular right now. Oh no, no scripted content. Like it's a like reality shows, but that's pretty much it, which is really sad. And mm. it makes me really sad that our aunts aren't funded more. Like if you, this is a whole rant I have, but like if you look at most countries' top 10 movies of every year, apart from the US, obviously it'll be a mix of like US films and films from that country. Right. Australia has had one film open at number one in our box office at all. Like for the week 
in the past like 10 years. And that oh, was wow. the latest Mad Max movie. So that's not even really an Australian movie. Yeah. Like, we do not have a big film industry here. And a lot of films are shot here and we produce a lot of stars and directors and writers and things like that. But there's just no, nothing for it here, which I think is really, really sad. Hmm. But um, but yeah, so a lot, all of our media is telling us to call 911. And then when people are panicking, <laughs> it's just what they put in. Okay, that makes sense. And so now it just yeah. redirects you to zero, zero, yeah. zero. Yeah. Hmm. But um, okay. my my sister on my dad's side used to work for the people who like redirect you to whatever service you need when you call mm-hmm. the emergency hotline. And she said about 70% of the calls I got were like just pranks. <laughs> just like kids messing around. And she'd be like, great, we're trying to help people. Yeah. My mom used to leave me at home alone, like in the summers, because she couldn't afford to put me anywhere. She'd just be like, like yeah. the poor mom thing, like literally stay yeah. away from the windows. Do not answer the door. Do not answer the phone. Yeah. So immediately after she left, I just called 911 and like prank call them. And they called back and were like, listen, stop fucking calling. Here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, you're like, we're going to call your mom. We're going to send the police there. Stop calling. We can see the number. This is your phone number. So I was funny. like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. I will never call again. And then so I hung up the phone and then like two or three days later, a fucking dare officer is in my classroom. And I think he's there to arrest me for calling 911. And like, I just think, I don't know who told me to do that, but I just was like, yeah, I'll just, I, you know what I think it was? It was the only phone number I knew. <laughs> That's yeah, what, that makes sense. That's what I was doing. It's also the only phone number Krista knows because she's calling 911. They get there. I'm like, Krista's take her to a doctor. Like, does it even have to be in the emergency like, room? I don't want anything to happen to her. I'll be very upset. Like, Krista, we really care about your feelings right now. Okay, shut up. And she's like, oh, they're so little. They're so little. Look at them. And listen, Courtney is skinty. Um, I don't know how much she weighs. I'm like, it's none of my business how much she weighs. But she is very thin. Her arms are very thin. And I wonder if she's like, um, you know, I... It, it it adds to the to the idea that I think that like people aren't they're not people around her that are like to be like here have some soup you know I don't know as a fat person I might think that food is love okay but no I just assume Courtney had an eating disorder but as you assume everyone is high I assume everyone has an eating disorder so true okay there you go that's where <laughs> I was at I like I it would not surprise me at all but I it but when I see very thin people I always think that like no one's like caring for them. No one's making them food. No one wakes them up with eggs or something. And well, I should go there to that. be, you know, a wife who's making dinner, but they're 16. So they're like, I don't know. I made a microwave meal oh, for you. Yeah. And that's it. You know, Courtney like, doesn't cook. Yeah. And their husband isn't making food. So Doug probably, do you think Doug like, okay. Obviously Doug, abuse them okay i'm gonna say that because doug scooped them up when they were 16 all right yeah i i know there are people here that are like i don't know listen just by definition doug should not have been anywhere near them anywhere near them and so already i know that there's some sort of abuse there but do you think doug was like why aren't you cooking or do you think it's more like doug is like you know, kind of simping for Courtney at all times, like so happy. No, I think he got Courtney. No, I think Doug wanted them to be like a housewife, but also look 
like, like they do how they look and be a child like that's what i think wow that's like the much worst like combination of anything a fembot thing yeah like a <sighs> look hot be a child also be a housewife like yeah that's what i think jail right away <laughs> jail <laughs> no trial go straight to just go straight to fucking jail <laughs> so even though i was just saying you can't just lock people up because you they're not doing what you want but yeah doug go to jail <laughs> So you think that like Doug was like, you need to cook, you need to do this, you need to take care of your man. And Courtney's like, I didn't even graduate high school. So I do not yeah, know. He, <laughs> maybe he didn't say it explicitly like that, but he it was just expected. Like if Courtney wasn't making dinner, dinner wasn't being made. Mm, maybe they ate out a lot, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And you know what? From what I've seen of Doug, I don't see a lot of Doug. Um... Doug seems more of a passive aggressive person. Yes. I agree. Some, someone that like tells a joke about how you never cook them anything. So they're always hungry. Like when they're at someone else's house. And he's yeah. Like, or like, like, I don't think he'd be like, you can't eat, but I think you'd just be like, looks like you put on a bit of weight. Yeah. 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 I think something. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually believe, I don't think they were having sex with Doug very much i think no that ended like i'm sure they obviously but i think that ended very early in their relationship it's just something i something it's just an intuition that like probably after the newness of being married and i'm gonna go live with doug wore off i don't think that they were doing much yeah that that seems correct yeah also Courtney, obviously, like when I say, when I say, well, if we could, if we could get information about their early life, I think Courtney, probably every bad thing that's ever happened in a Lifetime movie happened to Courtney. Yeah. So I believe that because look at what Doug looks like. Okay. It's bad. If you guys don't know, it's bad. It's bad. Look up Doug. And so for Courtney, who's like this. 16 year old sex park even though looks like 40 years old to be like yes that's who i want i want to know more about their dad i want to know more about that because it really seems like courtney was shopping for a father figure i actually have a friend that's married to someone who is 10 years older than her and we were talking about it they met on craigslist and they got so yikes while she, while she was in college actually i told okay. my husband that and he <laughs> only thought craigslist was for prostitution so for a long time he thought she was a high-class prostitute because she was getting flown out from like new york to be a prostitute and he was like she's what? so open she like he was like he was like well she was high class you know she's going she's going state to state and i was like why are you talking about michelle that way he's like because you told me she was a prostitute. She was meeting men on Craigslist. And I was like, no, this is back when they had personals and stuff. He was like, that's, that's not a thing. That was, that was prostitution too. I was like, no, they had that. Anyway, Michelle, we this know- This is how I feel about- when I'll watch like a mob with my, movie with my dad and he'll be like, oh, those two girlfriends are so nice. And I'll be like, dad, this is a Disney movie. It doesn't have gay people in it. And he'll be like, then why were they so close? <laughs> They're holding like, hands. It's so nice that you think that. They're looking at you. But you think other. the world could be that good? <laughs> Yeah, your dad's like, 
at least he's looking optimistic but so (laughs) she's had like dad issues and stuff and she and we were talking about it that she married an older guy who like really takes care of everything like she doesn't even know how much shit costs he just pays it and he just like she she just knows that part of her paycheck she gives she transfers over into the household account and he pays for everything and she doesn't make as much money as she does so he only asks her to like a minimal amount like she has yeah. so much extra money i'm like how are you like sending macaulay Culkin money to change his name and she's like oh yeah i don't have to pay anything so <laughs> but we we're talking about how she obviously has daddy issues because her dad was an addict and all these other things and she's like yeah i had all these daddy issues and i found a way to solve them i got a daddy and i was like you know what okay <laughs> like you're like super aware of the situation and you were like, yeah, I got a dad. It's fine. Yeah. Now I have a dad. So everyone's happy. There's no problem with that. Yeah. He loves me. I love him. And he like does thing like carry me around the house when like I get glass in my foot. That's all I wanted mm-hmm. as a kid. So I was like, oh, and so like, when I think of Courtney, I think of them shopping for a dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. But I want to know more about Courtney's dad, but I guess he doesn't have a management company. He isn't selling stories. So I suppose because he's not on a show like this. Yeah, what if but he like pops? You're right. Like he still would have had to sign the papers over. Like he was definitely I think somebody like, would have. I'm like I don't know. I mean, not to bring it back to like uh-huh. our tangents, but with Jeanette's book, I thought at some point maybe her dad might have just had like a really really low IQ or some sort of intellectual disability. Too. Because I'm just like, I don't understand how any of these actions make sense otherwise. Yeah, I thought so too. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. But it's all it's also one of those things that I'm like, like I recently found out my uncle was uh, one of my uncles was developmentally disabled that I never knew, but it was just like really low key. Um, he worked construction. Yeah, well- it wasn't like. Like, I just never knew. I, I grew up and and it's possible that, like, Jeanette's dad never knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's a bunch of stuff that, you know, people find out they have a mental illness or a disability when they're 50. Like, it, you know. So if, if you're, you're not finding out they have autism a problem in their 40s. Child, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's weird. Her dad is around, like, I just Googled him. First of all, Doug came up. So let's start yeah. there. <laughs> it says images okay, dad. and then it's Doug. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's not. But her dad looks like he has hair plugs. And there is a picture of her with her gigantor boobs. Okay. Excuse me. It was a picture of them with uh these big boobs and a see-through dress. Dad has his hands around them, and his hand is resting on top of the top of her boob. Hate that. Hate that. I hate everything about this. Your dad's hands should be nowhere near your boobs, especially when they're that big. They're not, you know. Right. And I'm sure, I'm sure this is an awkward picture of them. You know what I mean? Like tons of pictures being taken and it's just, awkward... you know, what? yeah. And I just, they never looked more like Anna Nicole Smith than in this fucking picture. Net, like big blonde hair eyes like squeeze shut like obviously you know on it and then they have their hands up in the air looking like they look like they're doing the remember when anna cole smith was like trim spa baby that's what they 
it well, looks like I don't doing. remember because I wasn't born, but I have seen That's the That's true. You don't remember it. But did you remember it from VH1? I love the, the 90s yeah. or early on. Probably like that. No, I actually, okay, this is bad, but I'll admit it on your podcast. I found out who Anna Nicole was when I was 11 for a Lifetime movie, and I thought she was something they made up. Oh, you thought they made up Anna Nicole Smith? <laughs> yeah, because I was like 11. Oh, wow. Thought it was fiction. <laughs> That's fine. I... Like a lot of the eighties movies that I like really love, how I found out about them was Muppet Babies because they would do reenactments <laughs> of them. And I'd be like, that is, I'd be like, oh, that's, you know, Miss Piggy doing her thing. And I'd find out it was like fucking Pretty in Pink. They took footage from Pretty in Pink and put Miss Piggy in it. And I thought that was a Miss Piggy thing. I'm sorry. What do you want from me? I was a child. <laughs> uh, pop culture is so funny for the lens of a child. A lot of people only know things because they watch a lot of Simpsons, you know, and Simpsons yeah. references everything. Yeah. I don't know. But guys, you guys should look up Courtney Stodden's dad. And he looks like a Florida businessman. He looks like he sells Sea-Doo's. He's a slumlord. He owns 10% of the Backstreet Boys. That's what he looks like. <laughs> He's got hair plugs and his arms, his hands are on not just that picture, his hands are around their waist. And I, this looks inappropriate. I don't like weird. it. I, That's weird. I hate all of it. And it just, <sighs> oh, wow. There, there's an article about, he, I mean, he has his hand on their ass. And hmm. they're kissing on the mouse. Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, this is all canceled. Straight to jail. There's gonna be so many content warnings on this fucking episode. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with the intro on this one. I'm gonna be like, well, gotta record this five times. But like, (laughs) I, but I, guys, I'm not making this up. I'm literally looking at this, and so, yeah, he's disgusting. And I, I know literally nothing else about him. Oh no! Oh no! Matilda. I don't want to. Do I want to hear? Matilda, there's a picture on this red carpet. They, Courtney, they are kind of like sticking their butt out, and their dad is pretending to spank them. Ah! Also, I'm. Is that her hand? Let that be her hand. Because I was like, I think his other. What's that? I think his other hand is like on the front, like like near their vagina but that's their hand never mind still still bad enough bad enough wow it's like you know why that's being taken that's not an accidental photo so the yeah before i could be like oh maybe their hand maybe his hands was gonna move here and you know it's not on their breasts it's just in front a pose and you guys are both adults so you know what that means yeah I wish I was like religious so I could pray for Courtney. (laughs) I wish, because you know what? When you're religious, like- I think about this all the time. Like when you're religious, when you see something you don't like, you can just like take a quiet moment and talk to God about it. And then you're like, I did my thing. And then you move on with it. But I don't have that. So I'm like, how do me and Matilda go over Courtney's house and save them right now? I feel like Courtney and I would get along. We could be friends. Yeah. Courtney doesn't seem malicious about anything. 
No, Courtney just seems like a product of their environment. Yeah, I bet they're like a really sweet person. I bet yeah. they're like chill to hang out with. I bet they're high all the time and that yes. would be concerning. But, and then we'd also be like, Courtney, I think we need to talk about your eating. Um, let's like, I'm not trying to get in your business. I'm not trying to judge you, but you know, I'm concerned and I'd like to have an open conversation with you about it. Um, we're not going to do anything you don't want to do, but I want to tell you how much I care about you. And this is what I've seen. Um, I can see us sitting down to talk to them about that. But other than that, they don't seem like a person that like, I don't know. They just, I actually felt really bad when they came out with like, what's that chick is married to John? Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen had been oh, like, oh yeah. If you Google Courtney Sorden, she's the first related person that comes up. Right. And I think the thing is, is that Chrissy Teigen, listen, everybody was making fun of Courtney Sodden, all right? If you say you weren't, you're fucking lying. Everybody had a joke to get off a meme or something, all right? Yeah. It's true. But the fact that Chrissy Teigen was DMing them to tell them to kill themselves. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a different level. Right. You know how I say we're all guilty all the time about things. We all let, we all let that shit happen to Britney. We all let, uh rampant misogyny uh happened during the early aughts i know you probably weren't alive that's okay <laughs> it's still your nineties. just <laughs> if you were alive when justin timberlake was wearing bedazzle do rags it's still your fault even if you were a baby so i'm just yeah. letting you know that <laughs> okay but there is so different than being like steeped in misogyny and pop culture that treats uh, a woman like trash and all and, and also deeming them to kill themselves. These are these are very different things. Yeah, I so rarely actually not to be like I'm into cancel culture. That's not what I mean at all. But like I so rarely actually feel upset about like celebrities, old tweets and stuff that like, gets brought up mm-hmm. just because so much of it. I'm just like, we just didn't know how to use the Internet then. Like, it's fine. Yeah, Um. But like I actually I delete all my screen, tweets, so yeah. like I'm no better than them Smart. because I don't know what Smart. the fuck I was saying. <laughs> but when I saw like those Chrissy Teigen screenshots, I was like, no, that's that's different. That's different. Yeah, it's different, and it it is bullying. Of course, when I started using Twitter, I didn't know editing someone was the same as like texting them. I was like, why are they so mad? I just wrote at their name, <laughs> but the <laughs> de- like obviously I understood that DMing someone. And telling someone to kill themselves because what? Their mother uh, sold them to a man? Do we know of money exchange hands? I don't think we know for certain, but I'm assuming so. We're assuming. Do you, like, and I think it's going to be something like Doug. And even, first- if it, even if it didn't, their parents made a profit by them becoming, like, semi-famous. No, You're right. You're right. That management company is full of people that want Krista that makes them Courtney. Exactly. You're right. It doesn't matter. And also, I don't think Doug has any money. No. Which is even worse. Like, Courtney really yeah, wanted to leave the house. Courtney really wanted to leave because they went with an old man who's ugly, who doesn't have any money. And they're probably being love bombed so badly. Yeah. Because they just didn't have anyone else to love them. And you're 16. So you're like, well, guess this is what love is. Yeah. I watched the notebook. I know what it is. This is it. <laughs> it's like, 
That's why mm. you don't get married when you're 16. But yeah. I just feels like I just feel like Courtney was like out front of their house, just being like, whatever smoking out of here, I'm getting in that car. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll go with anybody, anybody, even this Sorry, man named Doug. That's horrible. Oh, way to bum me out. But <laughs> go watch Pinocchio. Maybe that'll make you feel better. Maybe. So the, the <laughs> last thing that happens is that Chris is yelling that Courtney might be pregnant. And they take they nothing except vomit. Except for vomit and knowledge that Courtney has sex. That's it. Which is exactly what I, all I had to be doing for my mother accused me to be pregnant in high school because not one of her six sisters left high school without being pregnant. Not one of them. And I was the only girl and my mother, my mother's only girl. And so she would just be like, I just be like, I don't know, eating a burrito. And she'd be like, are you pregnant? I'd be like, no, I'm fat. Please stop. <laughs> like, stop asking me. Um... So that's what Chris is basically doing to Courtney. And, you know, they take Courtney away. And when they're, they're wheeling them out, Courtney, is there paparazzi outside? Is that why Courtney has their their shirt over their face i thought they had like the breathing thingy on like the oh, air I thing i you know what i'm not a doctor everyone else all the other mothers and daughters were just like why is an ambulance here <laughs> right finally they get off you the can chair so tell that they were like this is not an ambulance level because you could also i mean just go to the emergency room not via ambulance like yeah, you I'm can. sure someone could have driven them. <laughs> Heidi's outside, like, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's all that happens. Um, hey. Next week, we get to see Natalie kicking a door, and I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. Because I think they were there talking shit about Natalie. And I actually, you know, maybe I shouldn't be inciting violence, but also maybe sometimes you got to kick in a door, you know? <laughs> that's life. That's life. Matilda. Thank you for being on this phone call with me for 18 hours. Thanks for uh, inviting me. I know that it's probably lunchtime where you are and it's time for you to go eat something. And but yeah. before you go, do you want to know what I'm doing tonight? Because it's extremely on brand. I think you'll find it. What funny. are you doing? I'm going to see the ballet and then I'm going to a Barbie themed club night. This is extremely <laughs> on brand for you. But I love it. You I'm seem so to have excited. like. I don't know. You seem to like be having a time of your life. When's your uh, cheerleading competition? Uh, next Saturday. So for me, so in pretty much exactly a week, I competed, I think 3 p.m. So All right. almost 2 p.m. here. Okay. So remember Matilda's from the future guys. Okay. For most of us. So <laughs> it'll be Friday when Matilda's yeah. doing this on Saturday. So make sure that you are sending them by vi- like good vibes. Aww. If you know how to pray, do that. If you know how to like, like, I don't know, get bones and pour blood on it and like do light a match, do that too. Whatever. I don't judge. I accept all religions. And so just go do that so that Matilda and their team can like kick ass and scare everyone out and win all the trophies. Oh, thank you, princess. No, anytime. Listeners. <laughs> Tell everybody where to find you. I'm at I'm at Tilly Goat Graf on both Instagram and TikTok. Um, yeah, if you like aesthetic things, follow me. If don't, if not, you're just a loser. I don't know. Right. Also, 
If you don't know what Matilda looks like, they look like Chris Pine or Chris Pine looks like them. It's true. What, we have the, the exact same hair. Yeah. And if, so if you thought Chris Pine and his little cute little ankles and his haircut are cute, you're going to think Matilda's cute too. Okay. I second that. <laughs> I'm just a pinker version of Chris Pine. Yeah. Put that in your uh, bio. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Matilda. They tend to buy her right there. <laughs> Bye, princess. Thank you. Bye.